All right, so I just start. We're gonna kind of act like Pat McAfee. We're just talking about random shit before it starts. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. It was. I think it was definitely just. Let's see when the notification comes through. All right. So do do we have a list of topics we actually wanted to cover? Uh, we can just continue mm. to talk golf. Also, yeah. didn't, beers, didn't somebody uh, mention Webb Simpson last? It wasn't me. Oh, you all right? You okay? Where's the truck? Yeah, we're going live. That's my growler. It's called an IPA. Everybody, everybody should be able to hear us now. But anyways, another episode of Beer, Bacon, and Bros is on the books. How are you boys feeling today? Uh, My body hurts. Mine does too. I'll tell you about that in a second. But I forgot to mention, we've got Zach here on the MC. Christian's in the background. He's just going to pop in when he feels like it. Yeah, he'll just Yo, do there, stuff like that. Up. He's going to be a uh, butt man. <laughs> uh, Zach's brought in a beer for us to try from where? Kate, can't hear you, bud. Is your mic on? Probably not. No, it's not turned on. Dumbass. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Austin's replacement. Huntsville, Alabama. There we go. There, there we it go. is. So it's uh, it's from a brewery that my dad uh, is good friends with the owner. He's a homebrew friend. So, so is it? It yeah. Good. Mad malts. Yep. Mad malts. In Huntsville, like you said. Um, Fancy little growler you've got it in too, man. I made it. No big deal. Not nah, doubtful. No, I really did. I call bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a work uh, Christmas party that my dad's office threw. So, so now you're a pottery maker. Right, so, so Heck yeah! On the side, you're taking ceramics. <laughs> I wish, dude. So throwing so, ceramics is fun. <laughs> so how much did this cost you at the pottery barn? <laughs> <laughs> on on the low though, like eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, is there a- <laughs> no, there's, there's actually an alcohol beverage stamp, so I can carry alcohol in it. I don't. It does have Zach was here on yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I'm telling you, I made it. It's true. It looks like amateur work, <laughs> but I mean, it's not. It does its job. It's doing its job. But uh, all right. So what what is it that we have here? Uh, it's gonna be a blood orange. I believe it's an imperial IPA. Um, right. it's really good. I drank it off the draft and you guys are technically getting it off the draft but um, so here's the thing you gotta try the other one first but oh, go, keep finishing on with zach we'll, we'll explain why we're going to the other one first in a minute no I, that's that's it it's, right, it's, wait, it's, it's it? a really uh, good oh are we doing the uh the, the milkshake, milkshake ipa yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's i talk okay go ahead zach oh, you're good. It's, okay it's just that's all it's just a blood orange ipa it's real good a lot of a lot of orangey flavor you should get a lot of citrus flavor to it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. So this brew company is Southern Tier Brewing Company. Anybody want to take any guesses where it's Southern uh, Tier? Yep. Southern oh, Tier. Before. Where it's made from. <laughs> um. Where is Southern Tier Brewing located? In Georgia. Bre- brewed and canned, not in Georgia. North Carolina. <laughs> not in North Carolina. Southern Tier Brewing Company. Where Where are you guessing it's from? Probably somewhere like Florida. Nope. Is Georgia. It somewhere north, I guess Georgia. It, it is somewhere north, like, like North Dakota. Not quite that far north. <laughs> is it Actually, below the Mason Dixon. No, it's not below the Mason Dixon. Pennsylvania. No, well, close, close, but no. 
close. To, so it's in Massachusetts. No, it's not Massachusetts. In New York. It is in New York. It's Lakewood, New York. Oh. Brewed and canned by Southern Tier Brewing Company in Lakewood, New York. Southern Tier. That's a lie. It's not staying <laughs> nothing Southern about it. Yeah, mean? I don't know. It's you know, and I kind of see like the uh, the you know oh, tall like skyscrapers. Skyline. Yeah, going on with it. So um, the Shake Shop Vanilla Whipped Milkshake IPA. The juiciest, smoothiest IPA on the menu. So, wow. Six and a half, uh, six and a half alcohol by volume. Okay. So the reason this was opened was before I walked out, Sydney was like, I want to try this because it's a vanilla milkshake. And I'm like, no, it's an IPA, babe. You are not going to like this. Did I not say that? He 100% did. Yep. And she hated it. And she, she was like, well, I just want to try a sip. Takes it, like smells it, goes, why does this smell so bad? And I'm like, that is hops. And I'm like, you're not going to like it. And she's like, hey, okay. Takes a sip up and she's like, yeah, this is nasty. Terrible. <laughs> like, she hated it, didn't she? Okay. This is this is why. I mean. So. Is. Like what. When you say milkshake, like is there. Like a, like yeah. a milkshake flavor, like a vanilla milkshake flavor. All right. you, remember, you remember when we first got a uh, smash burger? Yes. And we went to Smash Burger and we all got burgers and then got milkshakes. And, you know, they let you and drink they, some of that extra out of the, the out metal. Of the tin can. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. that that cold, like metal can, metal can kind of taste to the milkshake. Like it's different Fine. than getting it in a paper cup. Yeah. Okay. That's the kind of kind of taste Flavor you're getting on this. You're yeah. Going at. yeah. Different. It's actually uh, it's actually pretty good. This is not a this is not as hoppy as it smells. Okay. Who wants to take a try? You want to take a sip? this. I I mean, you, I, I don't smell any anything other than the hops when, right when sniffing it, so it doesn't give away any kind of flavor to it. And there's not a distinctly like, just from my personal opinion, there's not a distinctly vanilla taste to it. I mean, I don't know. So it wasn't like the the Christmas cookie where you could taste nah. like, a, like a sugar cookie in a can. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is kind of like. There's no know. like. I mean, I would. I would. Ho- I hadn't tried it yet, but I would. I was hoping there would be some kind of like a hint of vanilla to it, like a little, you know, like a, a stronger profile hint of vanilla. But let's find out. Is it just smooth like a milkshake? Yeah, it's kind of it. It tastes. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sit as. It tastes milky, heavy, yeah. but not like. It it's like a really, really weak vanilla milkshake. Okay. It doesn't okay. sit as heavy as like a normal. It's not IPA. like a vanilla, and it doesn't say vanilla bean. But like when I think vanilla, I think like vanilla bean kind of taste to it. It's just kind of like. That's if it's it kind of like really available. milky. Like Starbucks vanilla bean. <laughs> not even. Not close. quite that. <laughs> I don't know. You kind of have that whip. Yeah. So for the the malt section, it's got a two row pale flaked oats, dry hopped with citric, mosaic, amarillo, azacia, or as a as a azica. I don't know how to say that. Hot side additions of milk and sugar. How, how did wait? How's it spelled? A Z A C C A. It's no, not. It's not acai. Okay, don't try to come at me with that now. I wasn't. I, I knew exactly asked, where you were going. I was asking how it was spelled. And then cold side additions of vanilla. Barley, oats, and milk, sugar, boil, and twirl together with fruity tropical hops, only to mingle and cool with, of course, more hops. 
The mixture is then conditioned and finished with vanilla, enjoying a bursting aroma, a creamy mouthful. Don't want to read that on a beer can. And rich <laughs> notes of citrus, tropical, and stone fruit with vanilla. A mouthful of what? Cream. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It. I don't know. It, it smells it's very, hoppy, doesn't it? But they, I mean, like, I'm not even getting like a hint of vanilla though. Like I was, like I wish they would be. I wish. I it, think that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I don't know if I would have more than like two. That's a heavy kind of milky kind of beer, so like, I definitely would. I feel like that'd be really good around like a like a fall night or that's winter what, night. That's what you're drinking Christmas Eve before you go to bed, right? Yeah. yeah. No, is it, is it like Christmas a milk stout and an IPA? Had a baby? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it's not terrible. It's, but I wouldn't even say it was a milk stout and an IPA. It's it's like weirdly sweet in the back of your mouth. Yeah. What was that? Oh, you know, <laughs> the, the old he's the old sweet nothing in the back of the throat. That, like, that sweet cream. <laughs> oh, he's so lucky. There's only like three listeners to that point. <laughs> it's good though. I would, like I said, I I probably drink like two of them. I would have one. I mean, if some if somebody ordered it and said, "Here you go, man," I I would drink it. It wouldn't be like I would be like, "You know, know what? You can keep that." I, I just feel bad because unlike like, the uh, what is it, the lime? Uh, <laughs> which one? The one from Still Hands? Oh, or the yeah. one that we did. No, 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 no. The gold nail, the lime. Gold yeah, nail? yeah, that the lime gold nail from Still Hands. You Ooh, keep that. It just hits yeah. you in the face with lime. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at it. Oh no, I, you. I am mad at it. That's a lot of lime, like a lot. A what? The lime golden ale from Steel Hands. Um, so oh. when we went to Steel Hands the other day, they they mix beers now. So they've gotten smart about. It. So there's a brown sugar ale or something like that, and they mix that with the coffee one, kind of make it kind of like a sweet coffee beer. Then they also have that lime beer, and they also have a habanero beer now, and they'll mix them together, and you get a habanero lime. It's actually really good. The habanero one is really good. Yeah, and then the milk, the brown sugar one that they have, it's ten percent. So instead of having to serve it in a small glass, they cut it with the coffee lager so you can get the actual full pint of it. Oh, nice. Smooth. Very smooth. Okay, so, um, that beer? Yeah. I don't taste no vanilla. That's what we... Yeah, it's just like a... It's like a... You, wanna, you ever had... You, you ever actually taken a milkshake? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't taste any vanilla there. No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't... I didn't... I don't taste any vanilla either. No. And so... You know well, what? I, actually, I taste a very faint vanilla, but I've had like... Some bad like vanilla protein bars or stuff like that. I don't, I don't taste any. I, I mean, I wish there was maybe just a little bit more hint of it. But then again, that might throw it off, uh, and it might just make it too sweet. Can you? You ever had like a like a, a watered down vanilla milkshake or like really like, like it just like sat there for yes. a minute? Yes. Yes. Like like runny runny sure. vanilla milkshake, not cold, firm, good. You know, fresh out the out the I maker kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But like it's it's kind of sat in the sun a little bit, and you've just been talking to somebody, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, now well, it's a little runny. A couple ice cubes, and then like sit there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was saying milk, a milkshake, a, milk, a milkshake unthawing is not going to make it watery. That's what I'm saying. You have to add a couple. Ice yeah, cubes you've got to throw in extra stuff. In I don't, oh yeah, not watered down, but you know, like not not solid, like runny and milkshake. Also, you kind of want. I don't know. I'm a big fan of like when your milkshake's actually drinkable through a straw. Yeah, I mean we're not talking like cookout thick, but <laughs> cookouts was they thick. took ice cream and just put it in a cup <laughs> they, and they just mix it together. It's like a it's a blizzard it's or like whatever you get from Sonic. It's not <laughs> no 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 no. 
exactly. DQ, you get the you collision, you turn spoon. that bit upside down, and it ain't gonna fall out. Yeah, like it's almost to the point you get a cookout, they hand it to you, and they don't give you a spoon. You're, you're like, like, okay, fuck, come on now. Like, <laughs> you know, my ass ain't damn shrinking that through a straw. I mean, you, you uh, get a damn workout trying just trying to get one slope in. You know, what I'm <laughs> I can't remember who it was. <laughs> But somebody I remember that I was hanging out with not too long ago said that they were they were going to take people to cookout on their first date because if the girl can drink the milkshake through the straw, she's a keeper. Yep. And I was like, damn, hmm. that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting take right there. Smart. All right. Anybody want to give a score? They want another sip before they start throwing out scores? Um, yeah, I'll give me another sip of it before I rate uh, it. Would you there say you the APV was like six? What? Six, six five. Six point five. Hold on, let me get the. I got five um, letters written in front of me. I got to find the Adam Smith. There we go. Uh, yeah, I go with, yeah, APV 6.5. Six, 6.5? Five. Six, five. Yeah. Okay. I mean, one of the mill, nothing over the top for me. Yeah. I mean, like I say, I drink it again. Maybe only one or two, but I'll go with like a 5.8. Five, 5.8. Eight. Five, eight. Okay. 5.8. Yeah. Anybody, anybody else? Christian, Zach? I'm with, I'm with Alex. I'm gonna, I'm That's one of those beers nine. that are like, Below six, uh, I'm never like seeing it and going, "Oh, I could really go for one of those again." Yeah, but like if somebody handed it to you, I would be, drink it. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't I wouldn't be, be bad. I wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't hand me like Milwaukee's best or something like that. You know, <laughs> easy. You, now. So you would take this over Milwaukee's best? Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, I would. <laughs> how about, how about a Bud Light? If somebody handed you a Bud Light over this, I don't know. That depends on the mood I'm in, man. Because that's that's a pint. And that's also higher alcohol percentage. I got to weigh all the other well, first off, factors. It's only half a percent higher than a Milwaukee. You're, you're at a tailgate. Oh, no, I'm drinking a Bud Light. No, okay, yeah, because milk and heat doesn't go well together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're, at a, you're at the Clemson game tailgate at the end of November. Yeah, no, no still going to have yeah. a Bud Light. I've had a whole bunch of other things going through my system that's not going to mix well with that. You're, that you're, at, a hot, you're at a hockey game. <laughs> If I'm in a hockey game, quantity, not quality. quality. Yeah, sports is sports is quantity. Yes, <laughs> you could be like you at the golf course, quantity over quality. <laughs> Plus, you need that hydrating factor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially the Masters when stuff's still only like three dollars a thing. <laughs> but no, if you, really you want to put a score in, yeah, just take a sip. It's like a solid five six. Okay, five, I like it. Six. All Did right, Christian so even try it? Of... But no, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because he said that he wasn't getting no vanilla. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But if you sit like a like a fall campfire and somebody pours one of yes. these out, that would go really good paired with a s'more. Oh yeah, yes. it would. But the actual s'mores beer that I've had will actually go a lot better with the s'more. <laughs> Wait, when did yeah. you have a s'mores beer? He had a s'mores beer the other weekend. Yeah, I wasn't on the radio. It wasn't on the show. I was over at Chris's dad's house. Okay. Yeah. But you know he talks about he can't drink milk and and other heavier beers. He was in the in the sun in the over here just soaking. You know, that's got chocolate graham cracker, all this other stuff. <laughs> it actually did have it. a really good graham cracker. And there's like, not I don't know it. what s'mores you're making, but there's not really milk in my s'mores. There's marshmallow. Chocolate has milk in it. Yeah, but we're talking about like an actual milk versus something that's got milk in the ingredients and I, like at such a micro scale. I poured that out. That's got no milk in it. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a that was pure uh, Bud Light what, looking. What was uh? That milkshake does not bring the boys to the yard. I'm just saying. No, no it does not. <laughs> It's it got to be somewhat nine. popular at their don't, place, though, to be for, for them to be canning it and sending it this far. Don't you know? hurt yourself reading that. 
I mean, I was looking the way he he had mentioned something about the milk, but I, it just says milk sugar. It's, well, I mean, in, in Longwood, you read that little blue paragraph, not not the one in the white square, but the one below it. Yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking at. The I'm creamy a, mouthful. I'm imagining in uh, Lakewood, New York, that there's not that many uh, not that many hot days to where drinking a milkshake IPA isn't uh, an option. You know, in a turnoff, you know. Well, yeah, because their high is probably what eighty five. Yeah. All right, let me get one more swig, and then I'm going to throw the score at it. I think it's a 5-9. All right, so we have a 5-8, uh, a 5-9, and a 5-6. Like, I gave it a 6-5. This this would be good if someone offered it to me in a flight. I'm so gonna, I only had a little bit. Yeah, Like a four-ounce. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be a good flight. If it was in a flight, I'd happily drink it again. I'm going to go with the 6-7. So uh, just around again, Adam 6-5, me 6-7, Zach 5-9, Christian 5-6, Alex 5-8. So not very uh, not very high numbers. But like so. I said, I mean, everything was about average. <laughs> you good, bro? I'll Jesus. Remember, I remember my first time I hit the box. I was just trying to figure out what it was. I was trying to figure out the flavors, and then it was like. It's like a blueberry yeah. raspberry mint. Or ice. Uh, uh, blueberry raspberry. What? Blueberry How raspberry mint. Blue? That's what he just said. Blue raspberry. How many different oils do you mix into that? <laughs> Be cool, okay? <laughs> Be cool, okay? <laughs> Haven't heard that in a while. Be cool, okay? Are we going straight right. to the second one now? We, yeah, y'all want to go straight to the second one? Let's go for it. All Zach's right. ready for it. All right, let me take a sip of this Capri Sun to cleanse my palate. Yeah. Hey, open up that natter day and let me clean the palate. No, Yo, you, can, I saw you can take you a swig of the Capri Sun. I yeah. was like, power move. Oh, well, Always. I got I got one more left at the house. I got to go to Aldi's this week. And you can get it from Aldi's for $2 a box. What, the Listen, Sons? I don't give a shit yeah, about yeah. the price. I'll pay it. Yeah, yeah. They got, I, saw they got uh, I don't know if y'all saw it. It's, it's, one, it's on one of the Instagram pages that we all follow, like Barstool or like the memes are like Old Row or something like that. You know, everybody follows it. And it was a guy who was yelling at his sister and his oh, mom. Yeah, the- and he was like, this bitch made fun of me for getting Capri Suns, and now she's drank all 10 of them. And he's like, she Mom, eight of yeah. my Capri yeah, he, goes, he goes, Mom, you can either ground her or fight her, and my fists fist are already <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He's like, uh, he's like, this little heifer made fun of me for getting Capri Suns, and she turns around and drinks all of them. Yep. You know, I bought, I remember the first time I saw the Capri Suns at Aldi's for, in the boxes, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to just take a little trip down memory lane. I'm going to get some. Got I'm some. Drink, like, Austin drank half the box, and he only come over here for podcasts. Because yeah. all right, let's just be honest. We're grown adults. Chris, a one Capri, one Capri Sun's not going to do it. No, no, no. I mean that's fair. Yeah, but, no, but he would drink like four of them at a, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like he'd come over and just have one or two, and then I uh, not. He would he would pull two out the box for every. We're podcast. also talking about the same guy that still sees like pizza lunchables, and he's like, "Ooh, lunch," and then buys those for like a week. He is he yeah, is no, like he hating on the pizza lunch. That's like, <laughs> easy now. They are <laughs> fire, but like his, his whole diet is just kid stuff. He is a uh, full erection for Quiznos right now out in Texas. He really is. Yeah, and I, and I, did, I mean, did he? Because uh, <laughs> is good, but come on did, now. All right, all right. So when he say, did he actually have to go and get tested for the COVID? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 His test results come back tomorrow. We're talking about Q-tip tickling the brain stem. So he straight up, he's been in Houston for two weeks and has already gotten. Well, well, he was he not, was quarantined for the first two weeks because anybody well, moving into well, Texas has. Yeah, to. he said he was quarantined for a week. Then he work. went to work, and then about like a weekend to work, one of his coworkers tested positive for. Okay, it. and now two other coworkers have tested positive. For so it. obviously, so, it's been spread around the office. So yeah. he's of so course. So either way, that's what I'm saying. He's been in Houston for two weeks and is already having to get tested. Yeah, yeah, Should yeah. Have, yeah. So he went to the he went to the gym today. Yeah. I saw that. I'm like, 
Bro. Did anybody else notice what time he went to the gym? It was like, no. It was midnight. It was midnight. Midnight our time? When yeah. I watched his well, uh, little video of like watching it was like the gym, his it time. said nine hours ago and the clock and it was 9.05. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, yeah, so 11 o'clock his yeah, time. I, say, yeah. I don't know if it was midnight our time. No, it's midnight. 11 o'clock their time. Yeah. 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 But you're possibly having COVID and you're at, at the, the gym. gym. Yeah. <laughs> Being... I need you to do better. That's- hey, man, certain individuals that we know claims it's almost impossible for it to be spread by touching things, okay? I'm just I'm not going to mention the, the argument or who. Okay. They were very adamant that the touching does not spread COVID. Okay. Austin so, is Austin, uh, you- supposedly going to join us tonight as well. Okay. Are you still been going to the gym, Alex? Y'all still been going to the uh, gym, No, I have not because I'll I mention tell you all this. My right shoulder, I have done something to it to where it literally hurts to get it parallel. Yeah. Like, like, so, like, you, like you all right, so like, here we go. Here we go. So, like, I'm going to start going up. Tell me what it's Right there. Is we it start to, I start to feel pain and discomfort. Does it hurt right here? Yeah. Like, on the ball? It's all, it's all rotator cuff. Mm. And as soon as I go up, Why and then... I, what's the highest you can go? I can get it all the way up, but it hurts all the way up. So, so do, I don't think... Nothing's torn. It's just I've seriously strained it or something like that. Pinch nerve? Do you do you want some Rotary bands? No. I've sprained no. I've sprained this rotator cuff before. Do you need some so it bands? feels like it over here? Do I need you, what the bands to work out? No, your I've got the workout okay. bands from when I messed up this one. I mean, if you offer him bands, no, I, I, need, I really don't know what I was. Doing. I need bands with I think the green a, stuff in between. No, no, I can just do <laughs> it, it, it was a <laughs> it was a cumulative of things like but when I first started messing up, I was doing ceiling drywall, so everything was above my head. And then I think like from there, the constantly working out and then doing other things. And then we went tubing yesterday. And do you stretch mm-hmm. before you work out? Don't ask me that. Okay, so <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Um, <laughs> no, but I do stretch afterwards and stuff like that. But I don't do any like warm up stretches. No. You should always do a couple warm up stretches. Yeah. yeah. I always studies stretch. Are, studies have shown that doesn't really help that much. Yeah. Even though it doesn't really help. But- Gets yeah. a little Whoa. bit. The, the pre, if the anything, if anything, key. the post stretch is key. If anything, you're going to do anything before working out. From my understanding, is more of a dynamic exercise. It's kind of a quick motion and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But because thinking about it, like, what's the point of stretching a muscle and relaxing it to just tighten it back up? Just to kind of get blood flow to it. But that's what the dynamic exercises yeah, are for. I, I did get a couple like rotator yeah. cuff things going for my shoulders. I need to start doing those again because that was that was basically all the physical therapy was for my left shoulder. And that's yeah, that's all I do when I when I go into like chest day and stuff like that. I just you know, I mean, kind of get the upper back a little bit and then get the chest stretched out, and then I go right into it. Fuck that! Just throw the weight on. Throw the weight on there. <laughs> and that's how you tear a pack. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Zach, this type of beer. Give us the rundown again, the skinny for the new listeners. It is it is an imperial. Closer IPA. to the mic. It is an imperial IPA. It's a blood orange in flavor, and it's a really smooth beer. It is high percentage. It's 10%. Uh, my dad's buddy, who he used to brew beer with in a garage, is now the owner of this brewery, and uh, it's, it's really good. He, my dad actually helped with the recipe, so... That's relative. The term "really good" is relative. I'm, it's delicious. I'm, I'm confused you, whether whether Christian actually likes it or doesn't like it. And is I it can't... bitter? Yeah, no, it's not that bitter. Christian, wish... I've got. I'm getting some weird flavors out of it. It's. Bro, I'm it's getting distinct. some weird stuff it's out of distinct. it. Okay, so it's a very distinct flavor. Whatever it is, is hitting you. It's thick. So, like the aftertaste, really good. Initial, oh boy, it, will... it is bitter. It's, it's bitter. tough. 
it's bitter, and then you can almost get the citrusy kind of notes yes. at the end. So they used they used a, four different types of hops in it, and that's where they're getting the weird different bitterness. Yep. Um, and that back end is the specific hops that they infuse with blood orange. I'm gonna tell you one thing, like me being the IPA guy usually in the room, besides like you, Zach. Usually, I'm the only IPA guy in the room. At first, when I first took this sip, I was like, I'm not gonna drink all of this, but it's kind of, it's kind of growing on me. This is like stuff. Like Vikings used to drink back in the day. That's how, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's how it's almost like a mead or something like that. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a very interesting flavor. That doesn't go down easy. It does after your first one. After your it's first one, it's getting better for me. It's getting better for me. <laughs> that was what do we know what the alcohol content on this one is? 10, 10, that's 10 right, flat. 10%. Damn, these little pours that Jack poured us might get us going. Hey, hey, hey. That goes down, yeah. That 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 is not going down easy, at all. That is. I like thick it. On the I floor. like it now. But so so the other thing is it's a little warm, um, but you get more flavor when did it's you take warm. it with you to the gym. No, I'm not an animal. Okay, so you did go by to the house. <laughs> I did go by not the house. Not an animal. <laughs> so yeah, you all right? So in the five minutes we were gone to Chick Fil A, you made it to the house and left before we got back. Dude, he all was right, a, he was at my house weird. at seven forty. This is gonna sound weird. Chris is probably going to get what I'm saying. Y'all might understand what I'm saying. So instead of when you take a sip, instead of actually like pouring it to your mouth, close your top lip down it and actually kind of pull it through your lips and kind of take it real quick. And the whole flavor profile changes real quick. You get more, you get more air through your nose and you get better. And it's not nearly as much bitterness to it. It's more sweet. It's, it's orangey. Yeah. 100%. Did it it work for you? That what I was talking? Yeah. It changed it up, didn't it? Yeah. It's, um, if you almost act like you're sucking it through a straw, it changes the flavor profile. It's got almost like a little bit of a brown sugar flavor on the back end. Yeah, I can see and that. I, and I'm sure it's not, but... But that might just be like the actual blood orange yeah. or it could flavor be the to malt it. they used. Yeah, yeah, the malt. I don't know. I'm, I kind of like it. It's I don't know. It's growing on me as we go along. This uh, this, would, this would, cup is all I'm going to have of it. But good. That's, it's, that's all we have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd order this off the menu. Really? I don't yeah. think so. That's just my opinion. If it gets me drunk. Oh, oh no, it'll, it'll, get, it'll, you, get, you it'll drunk. get you drunk. It'll get you there. <laughs> but unfortunately, that being 10, they usually serve it in those small glasses. Yeah, you're not getting any more than what you're getting in so this cup. It's so high in alcohol content. Anything above 10, they have to pour in small pours. Yeah. So, wait, were yeah, you so getting it in the pint? No. no okay so they didn't have any disposable 10 ounce pours so i was getting a 10 ounce pour in a 16 ounce cup exactly (laughs) so did this guy like he was doing homebrew and then he opened up his own brewery now like he's got his own location yeah Yeah, so so my dad has a couple friends from uh in alabama they started their homebrew club and they actually were like big adversaries for homebrewing in Alabama because it used to be illegal. Because um, of the damn moonshiners. Yeah, and we live in like the heart of the Bible Belt. But uh, Southern so, so out of the group, there are three of them that own their own breweries. One's the second most successful brewery in Alabama. Very nice. Very nice. That, All right, we giving, these, we giving the scores? What are we doing? All right, well, Chris, oh, what were you about to say? Let me get the uh, let me get the note. Oh, I say pull up the notes. We gotta do uh, um, blood orange IPA. Oh, I also forgot the the bitterness 
can also come from the rind because they zest it a little bit and they yeah. also use the yeah. blood orange juice. That's like when um when you get like um a sidecar in Manhattan's and stuff like that, they slice off the orange peel, rub it around the li- the lip of the glass, and then they'll do the little whoosh with the fire. They'll pinch it, light it on fire, and then it gets like that real berry kind of citrusy like smoke smell. The glass or whatever they do. Yeah, they'll yeah. do the fireball above the glass, and when you go to sm- when you go to sniff, you get those aromas hitting your, yeah, uh, your you. nose, your nose palate. Um, that's, that's well, where you I'm can just going. Just gonna cut this APV in half and go for it. Just a solid five zero. Just, just a five zero. Yeah, I, I mean, knew I knew Adam was coming in low. Yeah, on the I mean, it's not it's not my favorite. But I mean, you can't we can't blame you for giving it low. If it's not your type yeah. of beer, it's not. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's just because, yeah. This, I'm is, not the, this is what we're built on. You give your you one score. thing, they're not going to take our rating very seriously yeah, I know. at the moment. <laughs> they should though. They should. We're very. We're very in and out. Yes, we're, we're progressive in beer. and we're growing. I mean, I'm yes. just saying we've we've done, had we've done over thirty beers on the show now. We've had everything from without beer scoring. Yeah, we've had we've had everything from you know Kirkland Lights to we hadn't had no Kirklands on here yet. Not on the show. Not on the show, but oh, in real but yeah. life. Oh yeah, we're very yeah. We're very, Kirkland Lights slap. All right. Yeah, I will. I will. Uh, they actually were not bad when Austin and them brought them over. I literally every time I go to Costco, I'm just waiting for it. I will Apparently, our, our Costco is working on getting their liquor license back. Our flavor profile <laughs> is very diverse on this show. I'll yes. tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a spreadsheet of these scores so we actually like. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we got a we got a old forty eight pack for twenty two dollars. That's what we got it for. I yeah. don't even think they're that expensive. That's yeah. I mean, when we bought them the first time, but yeah, we showed up to a tailgate with forty eight Kirkland lights. Just give a little help. There. <laughs> give a little help there. <laughs> I can't wait till we have a camera on the show. He was about to clip his mic, and I was like, <laughs> but either way, yeah, twenty two dollars for forty eight beers. You can't beat that. No, no, that's 50, a good deal. It's like fifty eight, what fifty cent a can, roughly. Yeah, yeah. They um. Uh, Costco had the 24 pack of the actual pint Miller lights, like with the, the screw off top that you get like at sporting events, whatever, and the, the big tall cans. You can get a whole case of those, which I've never really seen before. Well, that's because it's Costco. Yeah. <laughs> and But it was only $20. And so we walked by and Callie and my wife was like, is that a good deal? And I was like, hell yeah, it's a good deal. I was like, you're paying less than a dollar a beer for a pint. Yeah, so especially when the 12 ounce can case is what? $17, $18? Yeah. You pay three dollars more and you get a whole case of pints, and it's te- we did the math. It's like an, it's like eight extra beers, so that was a good deal. Oh. Drank all of them on birthday night. Also, this is the only beer on the show that you can say it's not better on draft because you're drinking it on draft. Technically, yeah. Technically, went straight into a growler. Well, so did uh, so did Swamp Cabbage apparently, but oh, was Swamp Cabbage in a growler? Yeah, it was. In a, it was in a growler bottle. It's in it's in there. $10, oh, it was in those. Yeah, it was ten dollars thirty thirty two ounce crawler bottles. It's like it like a forty bottle. Yeah, is what yeah. it was. So, anyone else wants to throw some scores out? Um, I'm gonna go with like a six five six. Yeah, six, six five. five six. It's a little six five. Yeah, I'm gonna go six five six four. I'll give you a dollar two ninety eight for that opinion. Um, <laughs> but it, it was it's not bad. It's not that bad of a beer. I think Chris just now got that. I said a dollar two ninety eight. Do what? Think about it. A dollar two ninety eight. I mean, do you not realize that can't, that can't be a thing? Yeah. yeah I mean, okay. Okay. I was wondering. It looked like Chris was confused, and I was like, I, I, that's I, not I thought you were like referencing a movie or something because no, I'm going to be like, no. no, I don't. I didn't watch that movie. No. So, but um, it's it, like it's like a six six for me, six five somewhere so around you, there. Would you order this off tap? At the if bar? I was there, I would order it. Okay. But it's not something that I would stick with. 
You get what I'm saying? Because I like I like IPAs. I like you the may, taste you, of it. You try it if it if it would have come it's out. It's a unique like new, beer, so yeah. As like the new beer for the season, you'd give it a try yeah. and then move on. Because you know, like especially when we go to the, when we go to a brewery, especially one that's like not local dust, we usually end up trying to get one of everything or something like yeah. that, or yeah. along the spectrum of what you know you're gonna like. So I would I would definitely go back to this beer. It's another flight beer. Yeah. Yes. Flight yeah. beer. Great yes. flight beer. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. Good. I'm doing. I'm giving it a six nine. Six nine. Okay. Six nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a five three for me. This is, like you said, this is something that I'd probably try once, um, but not sure that I'll go back to. Nothing wrong. I think the. I think the flavors that they went for and the depth of flavors that they went for, they hit it on the hammer. And this is definitely some, you know, somebody's palate, but not oh, mine. Yeah. Yeah, I... yeah, I'm gonna give it like a five two. Five two. Yeah. Not, not, your, not your flavor profile. We got me with Christian's not really a beer guy, uh, yeah, anyways. Not, yeah, that, that was yeah, he came in rough for me. He came in drinking. That's a, that's a hard IPA well, from, a, from a beer guy. That's IPAs hit hard when you don't like beer. Oh yeah, but he's also he also walked yeah. into the room with a uh, Jim Beam and Spite. Yeah, I was <laughs> okay. Say, yeah, I was gonna say the the combo, yeah. the flavor combination. Hold on, hold on. Brown whiskey with Sprite. Yeah, it's like a seven seven. It's real good, real good. Okay, I'm not knocking it. I mean, I put Jim Beam and sweet tea before. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not against some crazy combinations. I mean, I've drank whiskeys with Mountain Dew, but I'm not sure. That... Okay, first off, that's, that's not what... crazy. It was designed. I know. Design. I, I, know. I know. I, <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, like a I seven know. and seven. But my follow-up seven. comment was going to be, I've never put brown whiskeys in Sprite. Yeah, it's like a seven yeah. and seven. I'm always like vodka sprite, but, vodka but like Red the, Bull stuff. But like I guess. That. That but I have put Captain. In, yeah, I have put Captain. But in Captain's a Sprite. Yeah, but it's a brown. It's a spice drum. Yeah, but that's it's a different flavor profile. But yeah, but I guess like that that Seagums and Canadian Club, it's like a blended whiskey. All right, Chris, how do we say that? More so than is it Illy? Illy? Okay. Yeah. Peach, Peach Crown, Crown Royal is really good. Yes. <laughs> we know. Salted we Crown have is a pretty story. good. Illy, Illy, <laughs> me and Chris have a story to tell you about Salted Crown Royal. We got a story. Unfortunately, we don't our wives it. have to tell us the story because we <laughs> we were there. <laughs> physically, their bodies we were, were physically, there. Our, our bodies were there. <laughs> I don't know. That's like I've had some uh, consciousness was not vanilla clown. We have we've yeah, had seven vanilla nights on vanilla clown. Actually, I'm I'm not We're really out, sure. By the way, no real no really though. Oh, come any, on, Chris. Liquor store line. You gotta huh? tell Illy who we are. She wants to know if we've ever did Jack Daniels honey and lemonade. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right, Actually, yeah. what um they call it's called it a John, John Daly. Daly. Yeah. yeah. So Illy and Charleston is a restaurant called um, Fleet Landing that is like right on the waterfront, Charleston. And they do brunch and dinner, and they serve what's called a John Daly, which is literally lemonade and Jack Daniels honey. But for whatever the last time we went, they so did pink was, lemonade. I thought they? it was pink lemonade and Firefly. No, vodka. I mean, no, is it? I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm pretty sure it was Firefly vodka. It's like sweet tea vodka and lemonade. Because yeah, a Roy Rogers is just a lemonade and no, sweet that's tea. an Arnold Palmer. Or Arnold Palmer. A Roy, who, Roy, Roy, who, who the hell is Roy who Rogers? The fuck Roy, is Roy, Roger? Roy Rogers is a golfer. His is vodka, sweet tea, and lemonade. It's just an alcoholic. That's, that's a John Daly. I've always heard as a Roy Rogers. That's a John. Well, John tell da- Royal to fuck off. <laughs> but Look John it da- up. But also, <laughs> if he to, played when Arnold Palmer played. To to your defense, I mean, I think no, we he, call, he didn't drink when Arnold Palmer honest, drank. Obviously, I say I think we can honestly call any alcoholic drink a John Daly because it's not like John Daly wouldn't drink it. Say, no, but, no, no. If I, but if I had to put a a John Daly drink, it would be a vodka diet coke. And I'm pretty sure that's what he drinks like on the course. 
That sounds interesting. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. What did you it? say it was? It, it sounds it, gross. I'm putting, yeah, it was vodka it's a, Diet Coke. It's a weird, it's a weird combo. <laughs> it is a First of all, I don't like Diet Coke, <laughs> but and then does. put vodka in a dark soda like it's that. It's something weird. Yeah, it no, that sounds weird. that sounds bad. It's some. It's an odd combo, but it, it's something in Diet Coke. It's not like that dude's on a diet, anyways. Adam is right. It is Firefly sweet tea vodka and lemonade on the John Daly. Okay. Well, but, we've got a better John Daly, but then. it's not normally pink. It's no, not normally pink. It could. Yeah, it's, it's normally like a, normal. But it was pink, and I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But yeah, I but I, there was there was a time there. Jack Jack Honey was all I drank. That put it in some cheer wine too. Is that Ooh. what we had uh, the night put, the put, night before you put uh, Jack Honey and cheer wine or Dr Pepper? Is that the night you before? Is that what we drank the night before you left for Navy Basic? Was Jack Honey and. And I decided to write you like a going away letter, half drunk. I at the think table. so, yeah, because <laughs> you opened that two days in Dude, basic training. Adam, Adam, Adam said he was going to write me a funny letter because he's, you know, he he went through the siddle, so he, he tried to relate it to Hell Week, to basic training. He was like, "I'm going to write you a funny I'm letter." Here. Yeah, I get your your Hell Week. So your Hell Week's Hell, yeah, but it's it's a little bit different when it's you know eight weeks of nonstop. Well, bit. well, mine was nine months. I mean, yeah, it sucks, but, but yeah, he, yeah, I know what you're. Adam, know what you're Adam, saying. Adam wrote me a little letter, and he was like. He said he was going to write me a letter that was going to cheer me up when I was at basic. And he was like, "You just, whenever you get down, you just read up on read the letter, and it'll cheer you up." Well, like the day before I left, we're all getting like drunk, having a party at Chris's house, and I asked him, "Was like, you ever wrote that letter?" And he was like, "No, but I will now." And ran into the kitchen all drunkenly, and he was like, and he, you know, came out and handed it to me. He goes, "Remember, read this when you're down." And I remember smuggling that letter into basic. Like I remember, like it was very weird about stuff they would allow in. And I remember like constantly shuffling this letter, like hiding it at one point in my underwear to other things. Because <laughs> like we weren't allowed to take much of anything. I made it like three or four days into basic training and I was like, fuck this place. And then read his letter and it was did I it, still have it somewhere. I, I said, did it at closet. least put a smile on your face though. It did. I was, I was like, like, what I, the hell? That's all I was supposed to do, man. He said, yeah. read this at your lowest moment three days later. That first week of anything like that's always your worst yeah. week. Which I get, man. But like the the Sunday night when we moved back in was probably worse than what we considered to be hell night that Wednesday when uh in our first week where then you start like bracing and they get like all up in your face and they're like nose to nose with you the whole you know, the whole time. Yeah, so like our, our so that they were nose to forehead on you? Pretty much. Our <laughs> our first week is um we call it Pete week. We call it uh Love it. We call it P days our first week. And it's literally nothing but you're wearing these the sweatpants and the hoodie, or the hoodie's tied around your waist. You're wearing your PT gear because the whole week's called pro, it's called processing, but we call it P days, and it is just miserable because you haven't been medically cleared yet. That whole week is then medically cleared, and at the end of the week, you get the like the check the check stamp on your little file, and that's when they can start physically beating the hell out of you. So that whole first week is literally nothing but like mind games. Like where I remember one time we did. We did rack drills where you had two minutes to strip everything off your rack. You had to put every individual sheet, the pillow sheet, the pillow, the wool blanket, everything on your rack balled up without touching another item. And then you had five minutes to get your rack back to perfect inspection form. And I swear to God, we one time did that for five hours straight. I was like, these guys know how to really fuck a kid in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Those guys were pros at just making you feel like you were just worthless. Like, I've just made a bed 300 times in five hours. Like, this sucks. (laughs) 
but you can make it perfectly now, can't you? Oh, no, I was I was perfect at it. I was perfect at it. <laughs> I choose not to now because I'm just like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. When the when that when the when the guy stops if, yelling in your ear, you're like, I'm not doing it no more. But if they put that in front of you right now, you could put it together. I can still exactly. do it. It's engraved yeah. in your mind. Yeah. I, remember, <laughs> yeah, I could put I, I could put like my bed back together, like hospital corners and all. I remember we were doing it one time and like some kid like was he was got kind of like screwing around, like just kind of like not taking it serious. And our drill instructor was like, attention to details important in the Navy. And I think somebody was bold enough to be like, explain this. Like, how is me folding this bed in, in my underwear perfectly relate to what I'm doing the Navy? And he looks this kid and dies dead in the eyes and goes, if you can't fold your underwear properly, how do I know you're going to install that injection seat properly on the F-18? The kid was like, Good valid point. point. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around and went back to making his bed. He shut up and went back to work, didn't he? Yeah, he was like, valid point. <laughs> Attention to detail. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. I gave Zach the rest of that beer back. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you poured it in his cup. I'm not mad yeah. at it. Yeah. No, I mean, more, more beer. Christian right. hasn't done that yet. I'm finishing it. Oh, he's finishing <laughs> no. it. Free alcohol. But we have two more growlers in our fridge. We have four more growlers. I saw two. Are they the all fridge. from the same brewery? No, I have a. Uh, so. So one of the other guys that my dad knows owns a brewery. I got two growlers from him, and I got two more from this place. I have a Goza and another that IPA. I saw, saw the Goza in there. Yeah, it's good. And that then, one like a six something, like a six two something like that. Six. I think six eight. And then I have a uh, Hot Bus, which is another uh, IPA. IPA, which I know Alex will like. Besides that, I don't think anyone else will like it. Um, and then I have a brown ale from the other brewery. It, they're all good though. I'm down. Uh, so, what's, so what's the if name? If you want to come over, what was the name of the other brewery? That uh, the other brewery is Green Bus Brewing. Green Bus. Wait, and what they, was this one? Mad. This was Malts? Mad Malts. Mad Malts. I like that. And I so like that. the Green Bus actually got their name because they are their brewery is across the street from the Green Street Market. Okay. Um, so and they had a big I thought, green I thought there was gonna be a bus, bus. And there so was gonna that, be that. And so that when they went to festivals before they owned an actual physical brewery, they they just the, they brewed at home, put it in the van, put it in kegs and put it in the van, and they had taps installed on the Old sliding door of the bus, and they would drive to festivals and serve out of the bus. That's pretty cool. That's pretty smart. That's, and that's, actually, that's they actually have they have the door. And all the hubcaps of the original bus in the brewery. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That oh, have y'all uh, have y'all been back to the hangar recently? Um, no. I went to the hangar once with Trevor, my boss, and that's probably been the last time that I've been to the hangar since my rehearsal dinner. I see. I think that was the it's last been, time. It's I was been there. a minute. Since, I think honestly, they, that was my last time being there too. They have now a uh, raspberry cider or a raspberry uh, raspberry something now. Like a, a sour or a sour? Or you just, yeah, it is a sour. It is. It's a raspberry sour that they have now at the hangar. That is like, because you know the hangar has kind of always been like darker ESBs and and high alcohol and hop content beers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and now they finally got something with a raspberry sour there that is actually pretty good. And these wings actually uh, has it on tap. Has it on tap? Yeah. Do you like the darker beers? Not particularly. That's more okay. of like his taste or uh, or right, Keith so what, was on with the Guinness. That's classified. It's a nitro brew, but it, what do they actually classify it as? The stout. Just yeah. stout. Okay. Yeah. So, what is the major difference between a port and a stout? Can anyone tell me? Porter and a stout. 
It's the different Probably the malts rest of the malt. that are used. Okay. And I the think... porter is lighter. It's a lighter malt. Okay. Yeah. It's very, very minuscule, but it is a different. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, so we, we should move on to some sports. Yeah, I'm down with that. Golf wrapped up another great tournament in what? our backyard, baby. What, what an... What an unforeseen uh, winner, though, this weekend. What about what about an answer coming in second and almost making it go to a playoff run? Uh, you know, he's actually a great putter and did not putt really well this weekend. Was well, it- the putt he missed to tie it up on the 18th, he literally – it was like a 30-something footer, and he came up a foot short, if that. It, it had the perfect, it had it the perfect line. He just didn't put enough gas on it. What yeah. about – uh? was it Justin Thomas that had the uh, comeback of the weekend? Dude, Justin himself in contention though coming in Sunday. Yeah, Justin coming down sh- the line on Sunday. Justin shot was it eight under on Sunday. Eight under on Sunday. Shot a sixty-three, didn't he? <laughs> Justin shot one over on uh on Thursday. So can you imagine how mad he is at himself? That's what. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. He put himself in contention. Just shoot two on under Sunday or, or three under. You know, and, probably, and then probably could have won the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'd right. been he, right there. He'd been not. he'd been at twenty under if he'd have just shot three under or four. If he'd have shot three under, he'd have been at twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah, just Thursday. Yeah. He wouldn't just do do Thursday away. How about this though? So the before this weekend, the course record of the RBC for official play, like PGA official play, was eighteen under. The top seven players all shot eighteen under or better. Yeah, we were watching it on the final day, and it was crazy to see how well they were doing. I mean, everybody looked just accurate. One of the guys, one of the guys chipped off on a green, and the ball probably two hopped, rolled, and I mean, it drilled the pin dead center and fell in. And I'm, it was a perfect shot. He made it, so no ifs, and or buts about it. But if if he had missed a little bit to the right, a little bit left, oh, that, that ball would have cleared the green again. Just would have kept on going. Yeah, he oh, sniped but, the pin though. But but I am ready to see the uh the travelers was that yeah travelers championships the one that's coming up. Mm-hmm. You know what's next? Yep. Yeah, but they uh we saw and I was watching highlights today of I think it's number fifteen. That's a drivable par four. And they just showed all the all the people that were like driving the green on hole fifteen, and I mean some of them were coming within inches of inches. Um, some guy at the RBC almost aced the par four. It was Brooks Kapka. Yeah, and that's. I don't think it was. I think it was Brooks. I mean, I'm gonna look it up because it was he, an, it was a name it, I didn't recognize. He hit it three thirty seven. And he bounced it off of, um, like, you know how trees are elevated because of the roots? Yeah. He bounced it off the roots and onto the green and rolled about three feet from the hole. Oh, well, he got lucky then. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he but, did. yeah, no, no, this, these are – well, this hole in particular, though, is a drivable par four. And there's been several occasions where it would, like, two bounce and then roll within inches of the hole on the drive. Yeah, the Travelers or the yeah, RBC? No, no, yeah, the Travelers. Travelers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love I love what Pete Dye did with the course at the RBC though, because he makes some of the par fours a little bit shorter, but he always puts a sand trap right there where you can't drive it. Because if you you know you go to drive it, you want to roll it up on the green. Yeah, but you can't do it because there's a freaking sand trap right in front of it. So you got to hit a you got to yeah you got to hit iron and, and lay it up and then chip over. But yeah, I mean the I think the big thing from the weekend was the Bryson DeChambeau eight iron for one ninety three. <laughs> I mean, that's freaking... That was such a beautiful shot. It was, but I'm just like, who the hell hits an 8-iron 193 yards? Uh, Even our friend Garrett, that's a 5-iron. Yep. 
he got all of it. It was such a beautiful swing, too. Like that man can crank. He can't put anything though. The <laughs> last two weekends, he has been absolute trash with a putter. He, he's got too much up top. He, he's got that. He's got it. He's got the dad belly now. He's got the dad bod, dad belly, and it's kind of throwing him off on his he on his uh. Yep. You know, on he's his. He's playing like me, but I don't have a dad bod belly. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Also about that. Yeah, you don't need to be running in the gym. You need to be hitting the weights. <laughs> hey, you don't know me. I'm trying to get my knee back in shape. Okay. I was telling Alex at his birthday party on Saturday that one of the uh, beer belly. Yeah, we got we got some beer bellies around here, Steve. I thought we invited you. I didn't get no invite. Callie said that she put it in the Chucktown group chat. Yeah, it wasn't a Chucktown group chat. You just weren't paying attention. I don't remember that. I mean, I wasn't typical Adam not paying attention to the group (laughs) message. (laughs) Trying to put that on us. Too busy paying attention to the text back from the three to five women before he. uh, (laughs) But. I think one of the uh, I think one of, <laughs> who's that hot was it Christian? <laughs> I think uh, I was telling Alex on Saturday though at his birthday party one of the funniest things I think for me for this weekend was it was uh I think it was Friday's coverage there uh, they got this drone and they're just like flying this drone all through yeah. the harbor all around the lighthouse and yada 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 and they come back across the 18th they got the final group and uh, and the drone's coming back to the group that's walking from the tee box. And they're like, you know, the beautiful 18th on the, you know, the water side of yada yada in the harbor town. And, uh, you know, of course, with Corona there, nobody's allowed to have have fans on the course. But as you can see off to our right, there's multiple boats, uh, you know, anchored off. And look, the boats are even social distancing and like the first 10 or so boats are like separated. And then as they get about midway up the hole, there's like a party barge of like nine <laughs> boats that are tied off. And there's pe- literally people on the front of the boat, like jumping and dancing. Well, uh, so, so I played tennis. Um yesterday with a guy who went down there thursday and they knew a couple people that live on the course and so you he said you know there was several people like watch from their backyard this that but they would also have like winter cops who were like running people off the course (laughs) that were like using people's backyards or getting a little too close to the course and they would like run you off with like winter cops and tell them you had to leave so he but he said he sat there and um there was about hole two is where he said he was at and said he sat there for about 45 minutes and was able to watch people tee off. And said he was like, for me, to just like the other side of this wall. He was in somebody's yard that they knew, but was that's how far he was from the tee box. And they couldn't technically run him off. Yeah, there was plenty of people on their back patio just screaming and stuff. Was, you know, I've, I think Brooks actually made like a 20-foot putt. And you just yeah. And you hear like, yeah. And Brooks like turns around to see who the hell's <laughs> He's like not used to it. He's used to pure silence after a putt. There was one. There was one tee off where they hit their they hit their shot, and somebody nearby yelled something. It was some sort of like advertisement or something like that. And I was just like, "Where the hell did that come from?" Because like there was no one around them or anything. Muffled screams in the background. Well, when they on hole eighteen, you know, finishes up there in the harbor, they can't keep you out of that harbor. That's public. Yeah. So like when they would go up there and they would finish, all of a sudden you start hearing air horns and screaming and stuff like that. That's when like you oh you have like the guy that like flies the plane by with like an advertisement. Oh, <laughs> be that guy. Did nobody else see that? I saw it at Talladega. Yeah, yeah. Plane advertisements are coming back. Yeah, that kind of advertisement is uh, that, that's not, not a great advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> is that the one that it, it was the one that said white lives matter? 
uh, uh, the one like, I saw it was the Confederate flag. Like, That's all I know yeah, about it. Yeah, because they yeah. banned the Confederate flag, so he he flew the Confederate flag like, over uh, over. What they also didn't show was there was a thousand Confederate flags like lining the entrance to Dega. It was, it was real bad. Yeah. Yikes. Oh yes. Yeah, so did y'all hear? Way to go, Alabama. The the news about the whole <laughs> Wallace thing. How the, the, the FBI the, investigation? No, I didn't heard, they found out who it was. No, uh, but so they they been, deemed it. Not a racial crime. I'll read. I'll read the. It just. It, it came out today. Yeah, they deemed that it was wasn't like it was not a racial hate crime. It's yeah. been there for uh, like last fall for, since last fall. Yeah, potentially. And no, that no, he wasn't they, targeted. They, uh, the ESPN article said that it had photo photographic evidence has come out and said that it's been there since like fall of, of last 2019. Year, yeah. But that he was. But then okay, but well, still, who put it there? Like, <laughs> let's but, ask that question. Yeah, but it, it was. Why were they putting it, it there like a year was, ago? They didn't put like it there this weekend directly targeting him because everything right. was going on. It's been right. there. It just happened to be when he showed up. It's just it happened to be up. his his bay. Exactly. Which yeah. is wildly The odds of that <laughs> happening, yes. Well, one out of 50, was it 44 drivers this weekend? Collusion. <laughs> the FBI <laughs> is colluding. <laughs> oh. Let's see if I can find the article. Did anybody else watch that race? I did not know. I watched it over at Steve's house. It was actually a pretty good ending. No, we had no, we were at soccer on Sunday. We had our first soccer. The game guy that Sunday. finished in third, he finished in third because his sideways. Bump, his, no, his bumper crossed the line before the guy on fourth did. His yep. rear bumper. Yep. He was spun out, and he just happened because he was making a run for first, and he got spun out, and literally as he was turned backwards, his- shot across the finish line before the guy on fourth did. Well, yeah. hey, at least, so we finished. So he finished with his backwards, is what you're saying. Yeah, though. he finished completely backwards. <laughs> well, good for him. At least he. You know. I mean, he kept spinning, but yeah. So, so who ended up actually winning Dega this year? Ah, uh, who was it? Was it Ryan Newman? I don't know. No, 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 no. Because no. Clint Boyer finished second, didn't he? I can't remember. I'll pull it up. I say I'm pulling up ESPN now. Okay. It was uh. Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney finished first. Okay. Yeah. Anybody know where Truex Jr. finished? Oh, dude, he started first. And I, I commented on this the whole race because we had it out there by the pool and yeah. grilling all that. Just had it on TV going. And he you literally started out. in the pole. And I kind of went and grabbed a beer, came back. And he was in 30th. And so he, he just, just sat there the entire just race. Well. Just whatever. His car was very, obviously a very good practice and qualifying car. But just come race well. time, just, just it, yeah, well. nothing went for them. Yeah, he finished 24th. I said, because he he's finished like top. At least top ten in the last two races, if not like, I think he finished like third in one race and like Steve said last. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Steve, not a true X fan. Anybody else hearing a crackling? Noise yeah, I'm right hearing now? the crackling. Oh, it's probably me drinking. No, there's something going on with the audio. Uh, yeah, I not, yeah that not was it. it. That was it on the actual podcast. Okay. Well, for some reason, when you push it down, it uh. It fixed it. Yeah. Oh, Austin's calling in. Oh, oh what welcome to the show. Don't let him in. Don't let him in. Dickweed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, making a somewhat not heroic, kind of disappointing return to the show after multiple weeks of being gone. It's what his name's Austin, right? Okay. Some yeah. Man. Austin Williams. He had the on, Corona. On here, it's Big Hammer. <laughs> Can you hear us, Austin? Yeah, you're good. Can you hear me? Put your headphones in, Austin. Are your headphones plugged in? Ooh, Hold Austin, on. Uh, Austin, do you have there? Wi-Fi? Yes. There uh, it is. <laughs> no, I think it was on Alex's end, actually. How's old, but, how's old H-Town treating you, buddy? 
I'm good. I have my have Rona, so that's a yeah, good news. Been there two weeks. Six. Can you hold your breath for ten seconds? No, we can't do that. Even if we did, <laughs> <laughs> make sure After, you make sure you don't try it in the tub because you'll ask him. He gets, he, gets gets about, he, gets about the, he gets about the seven seconds and coughs up Taco Bell. <laughs> But after all the stuff no, you lived in at Diav, you're fine. Yeah, I can't out. Just try it. Just had to try it. Oh, we, we could have told us you were trying it before you just tried it. You don't pass out. Yeah. What if he was like, yeah, what if he was like, hold on, let me try. And also 30 silence later. No, it was, it was silent. And then we just heard it go, and it was him hitting the ground. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what's your emergency. Oh, uh, yeah. Can you dispatch me to Houston PD, please? Yeah. <laughs> My friend needs an ambulance. Fun fact, oh, they can actually do that. Did you know that? I did not. Uh-huh. They, they can yeah. do that. Because oh, there's a lot of times, most times it happens is that someone calls you from a different city like that, and there's it's a suicide attempt. And you call in, but I've got a guy, yada, 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 and they can actually dispatch all the way across the nation. Oh, connection. Cool. Yeah, it's that or like sexual assault kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, my friend calls me and they're in Houston and I'm in Columbia. Kind of thing. I got you. I got you. Come on. Don't, yeah. Haven't y'all seen Taken? Come on. We all seen it. In yeah, shut up. If it happens in a movie, it's true, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Have you seen 2012 or the day yeah. after? Oh, 2012, yeah. and both great movies. Both great movies. I would say great movies. Yeah, okay, 2012 wasn't really a great The movie. Day After Tomorrow is a great movie. 2012 yeah. was just not good. Not good. Bro, I'm just waiting for that 2020 movie. <laughs> what do you mean? Did you get the same score thing? No. Also, did you just get a score alert about uh, Big Ben? No, not yet. There will be a movie about 2020. Guaranteed. <laughs> oh, did you no, get it? All right. I don't oh my God! Rottlesberger admits to addictions. Steelers quarterback says he has battled with addictions to alcohol and pornography. <laughs> <laughs> but if you open the open the paragraph and see what he's talking about, because it might that's maybe one of those things where he's opening up. He's like, "I've beaten that addiction." Headlines are very they're worded always to make you just think something's going on. You got to actually read the paragraphs and read the quarterback Ben Roethlisberger he's, he's recently. He beat the pornography addiction for sure. You know he beats it all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> What to say? Uh, says uh, shared details about personal battles he's had off the field. Speaks during a virtual Christian conference on Father's Day. Rottlesberger admits to struggling with addictions. It's not always easy. People don't realize all the time that us athletes were human. We sin like everybody else. I am no different. I make mistakes. We get addictions to things. We sin. We're human. I think something, or I think sometimes we're put in, in this pedestal where we can't make mistakes. I've fallen short as everybody has. I've been addicted to alcohol. I've been addicted to pornography, which makes makes me, which makes me then not the best husband, not the best father, not the best Christian I can be. Come on, it's twenty twenty. Can we all accept that everyone watches porn and just get the fuck over it? Never a day in my life, bro, Zach. No, <laughs> bro, Zach, liar. That's also about to just like no, you know no. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Tonight, I'm just saying. I walked into his room and the lotion. Shoot. Is right next to the tissue box. Who puts their lotion right next to the t- tissue box? Man, he was crying. <laughs> about, okay, hey man, if you're sneezing a lot, you those gotta, tissues can be dry. And you gotta put some lotion in there a little bit. You gotta moisturize your nasal passage. Wow. Yeah. If there's there's logical for the reasons. den just joining, we're talking about a story that just broke with uh the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger saying he's Addic- he's admitted to having struggled with addictions to alcohol and pornography. And Zach seems to claim that he's never watched pornography in his life. But hey, I, but, still, 
Still oh, to this day, the best thing that happened at Diab was nobody walked in on anyone beating off or having sex. In, in two, two years. years. Two years. Two years, yeah. That's that impressive, one. especially since I've seen doors just hanging out in y'all's living room, not attached <laughs> to whatever room they were. Yeah, no, but there was another hey, door. there are stories it. behind that door just chilling, okay? <laughs> yeah, but if there's no doors on your room, how does no one just no, walk in on anything? There is a door on it. On the there door. was. I worked the night. Y'all just like what y'all do? Just go to Lowe's and buy an extra door. Y'all need Correct. like, hey, we need a different <laughs> door. We didn't buy no, 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 no. a door. We didn't buy an extra door. I bought the wrong size door. Yep. Zach wow. broke his door, then bought the wrong size door, then bought the wrong size door again, and. All right, Zach, hold on now. Basic <laughs> you can't measure if a door. If something doesn't fit the first time, you should be at least a pretty okay. 95% sure what the right size okay, is. Okay, so, so doors are broken down into two inch. They sell 32 inch, 34 inch, and 36 inch. So he needed 31 and a half. I, no, I needed a, I needed a 33 you and a half. Did, all right, so <laughs> since I've done this before, was the rough opening measurement what was fucking you up? No, it, yeah, it was the no, it was the actual. I, I measured the door, and then I measured the space in between frame to frame, and then I measured the height, and everything was good, and the hinges are off on the frame, so the, the thirty four is the the accurate door, but the thirty four did not fit when the I hinges. had the hinges installed, and I wasn't able to like unless I was ruining the inside of the door where the hinges fit yeah no, the, shut the actual, properly the actual hinge on the door if you so the hinge it, placement was off yeah the, on yeah. the door on, on the, the replacement on the, door on the frame no on the frame because i matched them up perfectly lined it like put the door in lined up the hinges and then i drilled my pilot holes after putting in a dent with a chisel and it just would not shut and so i was like oh i guess i need the 32 inch did the same thing Put the 32 inch in. Didn't there was an inch and a half gap, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So, what so, was the issue? So, the hinges on the actual flame of the door, when you when you lined them up, the top of the door, the 30 like would hit before you could actually close the full door. The, so it had to like sit at an angle, and then that, and then it just get off. The actual door. Well, your, your actual door cracked. frame's all screwed no, the, up. Yeah. The actual yeah. door frame has a crack in it from the previous owners that they kind of just like patched with, yeah and so it's a little wonky so if we made it work though it's now our spare bedroom okay <laughs> that, that was, df new house was a mess man that all of you guys are in. they are literally when y'all move out they're gonna burn the house to the ground no like it was there. worse it was guaranteed worse before we got it yeah i mean well it was also no, there was is US. a hole in a wall from a specific projectile that was not there when we bought or we rented the house. Shot a damn nail gun through the wall. Oh, damn, damn, oh, damn, damn gun. Yeah. Dude, what guns. now? Hollow point nail guns. You, Hollow you, point you nail know, gun. You know this story. You know yeah. This story. No, I've never been told You've this story. Bullshit. Yes, you have. It can't go on something that's on the internet. We'll tell you after the story. But either way. Yes, you have, Alex. I've never been told this story. Yeah, All right. So someone fired a projectile. That happened through the drywall. Yeah, through the drywall near the front door. If it's what I'm thinking, it is I'm. It had to have gone through plenty of other things than the no, drywall. Actually, surprisingly, it went, not. It went through I, the drywall. And I would change the, what kind of nails I was putting in my nail gun, or change the nail gun out. It also put a quarter size hail or hole in the uh, the shutter outside. 
Yeah. Oh, so it left the house. It was a shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Solid it, okay then. It left it the went, building. Okay. It went through that into the ground outside. Never heard Dave this story. Very no, strong nail gun. Yeah. I've never heard this story. This very, chamber. Very <laughs> high feet per second. That nail just happened to be like ten millimeters or one millimeter shy. <laughs> yeah. It was a thick <laughs> nail. Oh my god! But they um. Bro, I would have no, beat no, somebody's but, ass. But the, the, people, the people that lived in the house prior to us were three Carolina baseball players and some random. That treated it like a doghouse. Yeah, Dude. y'all said y'all had plants growing out the gutters. We did. Yes. Yeah. So that's accurate. Yeah. We did. Y'all, y'all think we, we treated that place? We check what plants were growing out the gutters. I mean, they were just like weeds, but either they way. They weren't the good plants. Yeah. Okay. They weren't. No yeah. They were just like weeds. They were, you know, yeah, they were weeds, <laughs> normal no high, weeds. No, no hibiscus plants. Over you here. could, uh, you could grow the good plants in the backyard, though. Great, great area back there to grow some. Yeah, you do have some good dried oregano back there sometimes. I don't, I don't know. We pee in the backyard enough when there's parties. So. <laughs> Might be a little. Bro, I would rather pee outside at parties than in a normal bathroom. It's always the move at a party. In, we were hey, about ben in, in your bathroom, I don't know. We, we were talking about Ben, and it all of a sudden just spiraled into this. In your in your old bathroom, I'd rather pee outside too, with all that mold and fungus and stuff that was no, growing in that corner. That. I, I heard. Yeah, it's an amazing thing called cleaner. Chris, <laughs> Chris thought it was in the roof. Chris thought we had a hole of the seal in the ceiling. You had how? <laughs> just hold on, y'all had a mildew growing in the drywall. Okay, okay so yes. So, Richard, the what plumber. Do you, what did you do for showers? He didn't. He didn't seal where the shower head. So you had a leak on met, the inside the drywall. Met, no, he didn't seal where the the shower head was connected to the actual pipe. Yeah, he didn't put and like so, that little white plumber's tape. No, yeah, exactly. So when it flowed out, it backflowed, and we it's, didn't realize it because it was such a little amount. But like we just noticed mold growing and growing, and growing. And at one point, I poked it, and my finger went straight through. I was like, no, this is done. And so I just cut it out and put a brand new piece of drywall in. And since, and then reflex the plumber tape or the shower head with plumber tape. Yeah. And then it's sealed properly now and no more mold. Oh, no, that looks good now. All right. All right. Uh, We've done minor carpentry. We've probably done more home improvements to that house than Richard. Richard has. Well, that was was the basis (laughs) of us taking the house, though, for what we did as far as rent wise he was like i'll do this price but you'll have to take it as is and so nothing got cleaned nothing got fixed and then we later found out we're paying more than our neighbors bro that was the that pissed me off for dollars it's like still we're paying more <laughs> for the same, exact same house that's sexism right there he thought that, he thought he thought the girls were gonna it's clean 100%. better richard, richard was trying to get with one of them every time a couple eight cups over it. It was rough. <laughs> Austin's got them, okay? Not just Adam. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. What? They are burning the house to the ground, though. No, 100%. You no, know, it's funny because Brett and them yeah. said that Hannon came over one time and they were like, yo. Yeah, so Brett and Hannon came over and they were like, you know, surprisingly, it's like really clean. Like, it's crazy, right? And we're like, yeah, that's what happens when. You clean more than one. Were you all saying it was house. it was him and handing that with dirty things up, and not cleans? Is that you're throwing him under the bus? I mean, well, so it was like a a good assumption. A, 
There was multiple times I'd come over there and there would be pots and pans left on the stove that just had food in it for how God knows how long. And I'd be like, why is no one cleaning it up? And the response was, it ain't my mess. I'm not cleaning it up. So now that we live here with the three, with Christian, Adam, and I, we all, we cook and whoever cooks puts it away. And then the two other guys clean. When we were living with all four of us, we'd cook, we'd eat, and then it'd be like, you guys want to play PlayStation? And no one had the motivation to clean. Now where it's like, why don't we just fucking clean? It's it's easy. Yeah. It takes it's a simple minutes. concept. It was also the fact that like I mean, I guess Alex and y'all didn't see it as much. But like when it was the four of us back in the prime, there was no lie. Anytime we hung out, there was at least seven people there. Yeah. So you'd have one to two people trying to clean up after seven. Yeah, because we like sat on the couch and watched Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's a great show. Great show. And and when everyone, or not everyone, but when half the people that are there are stoned out of their mind, they leave their shit all in the living room. Yes, I can see that. I can see them just leaving things behind and coming back. Happens more than once. Yeah, I can see that. I can understand (laughs) them not picking up after themselves. So. But yeah, so the house now stays somewhat clean on a daily basis. The sink isn't always overflowing with dishes. Things get put away at a reasonable time. Okay, okay, okay. So, I can see that. It's getting better. It's growing. So topic: How much pornography do you have to watch to be addicted? I uh, I like this topic. I feel like. Like multiple videos. Austin said he does not like this topic. <laughs> no, I, I said why. I like this topic. <laughs> no, I said I like this topic. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I just wonder why he's always got a hurt arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god! Hey, he did have an elbow injury. You That's don't see I'm that. You, you don't see that a lot in football. You never. <laughs> this this is a baseball injury. Post uh post. Post curricular activities or extra off the field activities. Yeah. Post self coitus. <laughs> My God. Steve did say earlier, you know, this might be why he's going down as a quarterback. He's still got plenty of arm strength, though. Oh, he's still there. He's still there. Yeah. He can throw the ball. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay, Zach. <laughs> So, what, what? I mean, what is it? Is it like you gotta you gotta drink what four out of the seven days a week to be? An- well, no, an addiction. Well, I think the classical Webster choice definition of an addiction is it. It's to the point to where you can't go through daily life without doing it. So, so it's once a day. It. Austin's over there, like, damn. <laughs> well, okay, we're we're no, all addicted to whacking our meat, then. No, we're all addicted. Anyone that's not married is a big one. Yeah, man, that's all. That's all on you. Don't try to jump us up on that <laughs> yeah. little lump right there. Bye. Get get out of here. Anyone who's not married, boost. And there's a reason you're powering the train. You got that forearm strength to keep those wheels going. Between a hey, between you and another buddy of ours, you uh y'all two can y'all two can power that uh once a day. Six six year community college student. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Dear God, but, Steve. Yeah. You weren't gonna mention no names, all right? <laughs> Damn, yeah, if anyone's addicted to whacking their meat, five points since Corona came, you know, still around. Well, were you down in five around? points, Grace? Is that where you saw him? No, no, no. I saw him on a Snapchat. Or say, I'm pretty sure it was at uh, Saloon, wasn't he? In that yeah. way, was that yeah, a Moosehead Saloon, yeah, Bird Dog Thursday for dollar beer? Dear God, 
Y'all saw the thing that uh, Pornhub has a bracelet that powers off hey, of how much you wank it. It's fully charged all the time, right? According to you, yeah, yours should never die, Austin. <laughs> I'm not splitting it I on mean, myself. I'm talking about all of us here. Your Tinder game ought to be strong, man. You just moved to a new city with like 2 million people in it. Yeah, but Austin everybody got Rona around here. What do you mean? Austin probably building those little robots where it's the, it just keeps spinning and spinning. It's, it's just cycling the right, 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 right. The you best one. You have 50 new matches. The All best right. one I've seen was a. Dirty mustache. Did you, uh, did you pay for Tinder Gold yet out there, Austin? Hell no. Hey, wait, wait, what is what is Tinder Gold? Black, Blackout Zach has bought Tinder Gold for a month before. <laughs> I bought Tinder Gold right when we moved in the house. You have unlimited swipes. You can I, see who you, liked you. I do. It's like it's like a more in, invested Tinder. They they like move you to the front of the pack. This seems like a good idea. Twelve bucks a month, and then I was like. How the fuck do I cancel this? Yeah. <laughs> he sobered up. He sobered up. He had that post not clarity. And shit. Yeah, they probably they probably make it hard to cancel for a reason. Especially if they're making you pay thirteen bucks a month. That is a hour. genius idea, though. Oh yeah, if you're desperate like, enough. There are some like like you're drunk and you're swiping right, right. Yeah. You can backswipe someone. You can take it back. So that is genius. Tinder goal. Tinder. I'm so proud of you. That is well, absolutely genius. All, right, somebody all of them have it. Send me a text message. Her husband just said he's proud of Tinder's new moves. That's a that's a business. <laughs> that's a from a from a business person to a business decision. That was genius. Go so on, you're claiming cool. yourself as a business I'm person now. My hand, I'm pointing at something. I thought you want, Yeah, I thought you I wanted a cup. I thought you were going to share it or something. You freaking <laughs> jack wagon. I mean, I wish y'all try it. It's a good little beer. It's a good IPA. Oh yeah, we Man, do. We do have yeah. that uh, sour monkey from Victory Brewing in our fridge uh, that you were talking about. Yeah, that's a great one there too. Also, I have another. We went from tender to sour monkeys. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> sour monkey from the. Uh, where is it from? Victory. Victory. Brewing. Yeah, Victory. That's a great little beer, man. Ten percent alcohol. It'll get you messed up. Tastes great. It's a dangerous one, in my opinion. Chris, Chris, you're getting drunk off the ten percent too right now. One, I'm fine. <laughs> oh my god! Did you? Uh, so you got a lot of alcohol for your birthday this weekend. Was there anything particular? I know, you, of course, you love the Basil Hayden's, but anything in particular that you got for the first time tried really liked? Victory's good. I've got to drink more of what Chris gave me because I honestly don't remember drinking the one can I did. I, it, was, it was the literal first drink of Saturday for you from the grill. So, yeah, you probably don't remember that. I don't remember because it was followed by a whole bunch of a lot of things. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got mostly mostly gift cards, stuff like that. Um, i got a gift card to that Wico Beer Garden. I'm excited to go try that out. The place is always packed when we drive by when it's open. Um Oh, has anybody been to the new uh, Hazelwood? Yeah, I have. Down in Lexington? Yeah. They're good. They're Is good. it a brewery or distillery? It's just a brewery. Okay. There's no food though, really. They have like stuff they can like microwave for you. So don't don't go, go there hungry. Yeah, yeah. Don't go there hungry. Well, I mean, hell, Old Mill Boo Pub's right upstairs. Very true. If you're hungry, go there. Uh, Hazelwood's really good, man. They got a cool little environment in there. I would say because um, it sits right down the creek. It looks like a nice place. I hadn't been yet. It's kind of small. It every day. Um, so if it's packed, it could get a little out of hand. Um, they have a cool upstairs environment with like a TV and a whole bunch of couches and recliners and stuff like that. But it's a good little place. I like the beers while we were there. Yeah, we'll have to try that out this weekend. I haven't been there yet. So Yeah. And I, when I was driving downtown to get your beers from Columbia Craft this past weekend, 
Savage Craft really starting to come up. They put like a lot of work into it. You kind of kind of start to see the mold. Gonna have some outside dining and stuff. Gonna look really really good. So yeah, but yeah, that that IPA apparently from Columbia Craft was like award winning at some U.S. Open Beer Championship something. So. Not sure I believe that, but I mean. Also, has anybody uh, has anybody been to the was it the Black Rooster, the new spot right there at uh, Jovey? Cali has. Um, just be prepared to fork out a good bit of money. I mean, it's it, expensive. It's very expensive. They, I think they said drinks and stuff. Yeah, they. Well, granted, she went there with a bunch of female attorneys and clerks and all that. They they spent two hundred some dollars on wine alone. Holy oh, balls. But it's also they said, but she did say all even like just the appetizers that they ordered oh, and stuff like that. No, she no, she was just saying everything was phenomenal. Okay. Everything okay. was phenomenal. Okay. But I mean, I haven't been yet, but I'm just saying that little like shopping center area right there looks pretty awesome. It's and, it, and yeah, and I've said before COVID, everything everything looked about it looked pretty cool. And it always seemed to have people on the rooftop, people inside just looked like very busy location so i wasn't sure if anybody had yeah it's um i'm sure yet. they're hurting because they weren't open very for very long before covid I think we open they part of it. Like yep. maybe the rooftop portion they, of it. i may have but they haven't done it lately um they're one of the few restaurants that still haven't opened up again um yeah i got another question maybe off topic but what are they renovating at the stadium at william bryce they're, so they're making a new luxury suites they're it's, okay, because because yeah. Drew lives right by there, and every time I drive by there, they're doing some. They're adding on to the stadium. Essentially, it's going to add like just a couple hundred, maybe a few thousand extra seats. But it's, it's re, they're revamping all the the suites and all that stuff. Like, all the more club luxury, level the club well, level, I mean, all that. I mean, they're, they're they added. added a couple of new things too. Mm-hmm. Like as you're walking around, like it looks tight. Yeah, so you know how on the home side you have the club seating above the lower level seating. Mm-hmm. They're doing that on the away side. Oh, okay. And then they're completely- oh yeah, so that's gonna add yeah a couple hundred seats there. Yeah, they're completely redoing the uh, the entrance where the football players come in from as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, yeah, it's stuff that has been in the works for a couple of years. Also, it's something that's gonna be like the normal average fan isn't gonna notice, but for the people that are the there, big, the big time, it's gonna it's gonna help like with stadium tours for recruits and all that. It's just. The big time donors and the recruits is gonna make a difference, but it's average gonna, average fans not gonna really affect your life at all. It's honestly gonna actually, I think, allow like on the away side. I think they're gonna obviously sell season tickets first there, but if they don't sell all of that out in the club seating areas, so I think they're gonna. Allow, I think they're gonna allow paid all, alumni. Well, not just oh. that. I think they're gonna allow away people to be able to buy tickets there as well. Which that's what I'm saying. But which which would tickets. be, I guess, there. That's gonna be an interesting team's... look to sell to sell away tickets to a part that's. But Something I mean, I like feel, that in a stadium. But I feel like that most, can help. That most, can help with our reputation as being like a very welcoming stadium and awesome. But stadium. I feel like most most people that can't afford a sweet ticket that are donors are going to buy out those. They're going to buy them out. Yeah, yeah especially them yeah. being brand yeah. new. Yeah. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. I mean, you you know, a lot of the and that's kind of like I think when I was there, the the wait list for sweets was kind of those people that were sitting in the middle 50-yard line home seat lower. You know, mm-hmm. they would have been there won't more be a, than There won't be enough seats that haven't sold for them to say, let's sell them to away fans. Yeah, I think so. They'll just lower the prices or something and try to work other people and getting in there. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Also, this this weekend, we can't forget, was Father's Day. Um, oh, yep. So, before, without skipping over that, any, anybody do anything special? Anybody do anything for Father's Day? Um, I didn't do anything really special for my my dad. Um, he came up on Saturday though, so I gave him the presents and stuff like that. But we're 
we're going down to Key West in July for go. his oh, birthday, nice. his awesome. 50th birthday. So kind of, I'll probably, I'll probably show out for him there a little bit more. Uh, hey, Austin, you what, didn't fly back. You <laughs> we're going to Marathon right between Key Largo and Key West. Oh, about heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I bet you Austin doesn't place. even know what he got our, our dads. I do. Austin been mode and just said, get <laughs> something. Yeah, we got gift cards. It's the easiest thing. My dad got a new house, so we got him a gift card to Lowe's. And then Bubba's fat ass loves eat, so we got him a gift card to Chili. But no, hey, to all y'all, Bubba would whoop your that, ass. That, that fat ass drove you out of Texas and that moved you in. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully to all y'all, happy uh, not a Father's Day. Because, of course, yeah, yeah. there's been some scares, but we're good. Of Wait, who are, you, who are you speaking for? Adam got children. I got Not that I know of. How about that? <laughs> oh, oh man, my god! Yeah, we. Uh, if, if somebody's out there looking to collect child support, I'm I'm sorry, but you ain't getting a whole lot. <laughs> he sits in a white truck all day. It's fine. I don't got to go to the truck. I just sit in the office. What you mean? <laughs> got that cushy desk Lord. job right now. Yeah, we had it. Don't, don't want to fool you. I drove by his construction site the other day in the ambulance. He was sitting in a truck. <laughs> I was out and about for a little bit. Yeah, we I had know. Alex's birthday party on Saturday. And uh, and then our, we, Sydney and I, had both our dads over for uh, lunch. That way it could be a little bit easier. And then we ate dinner with uh, Mama Bubba at San Jose's. But, um, yeah, cooked out. Had some burgers and brats. There you go. We, oh. uh, we did... We did San Jose's for for Father's oh, Day as well. Oh, Dad, tell, tell them, man, chill, 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 chill. Okay, but yeah, uh, no, we, no, 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 because apparently we also did it for Mother's Day, and that was the last time they had had Mexican. So Dad was like, "Yeah, let's do Mexican." So we went down and hung out at Coral Hollow down by the river. So we had dinner down by the river, but then um, we gave him his fun. gifts for Father's Day, and so Dad preferenced before him opening any gifts. He's like, "Yeah, it's Father's Day. I'm not really expecting anything. This, that, and the other, you know." Oh, Best shit, you told him. Children. No, no, he just... I'm not expecting... No, take me to San Jose and I'll get to combination number 11. Oh, shit. Adam, you told him, didn't you? No. <laughs> you paid, <laughs> Did your dad really get 11? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold up. What is, what's in the 11? First off, the number 11 usually is banging no matter what Mexican <laughs> restaurant you go to. <laughs> it's the it's burrito, enchilada, and taco combo. You get three okay. of them. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You, That's get, fair. You, you get a little taste of everything. Yeah, I get the 31, and we'll get into that. But You, so. paid, you paid for your dad's $9 dinner. Yeah. So, so, either, so either way... He, but no, he was just saying, you know, it's it's not that big of a holiday, not that big of a deal. He goes, both days, Christmas. He goes, you know, I don't, you know, getting gifts there is fine, but he just wasn't wasn't expecting anything big. And so, you know, typically get him a can of tennis balls, some grips, something like that. Well, Dad will be sixty this year, and so I'm kind of, I was kind of nervous about it. Now that this whole COVID thing is extending longer than I thought it would take, well. For his 60th birthday, I decided to also buy Dallas tickets for the Thanksgiving Day game. And so for Where are they going to lose? All right, well, I'm just going to preface this with a few sentences ago. Adam said, 
child support, he won't give you none, but he also just bought tickets to the Dallas Thanksgiving game, which is most the most famous. This is your game. chance, ladies. This yeah. is your chance. So I'm just gonna tell you he just poked holes in his own story, okay? There's child support money there. <laughs> there might have been a few and what else did you get him? So either so either we got God dang it, I had something great. We got so I got him a like a Dallas polo. And I wrote him a little letter and, and got him a card and said, you know, blah, blah, blah. For doing all this, I wanted to get you something a little special. And then I wrote a note on the shirt that said, I'm just kidding, I just got a shirt. <laughs> and I kind of went on it and told him, you know, flip the page, this, this, the other. And, well, he was kind of in shock because he didn't know what to think about it. And he was like, and this is where? And I'm like, it's in Dallas. And he goes, what? He goes, how we get to Dallas? I'm like, I booked flights. I got child support money. So I got so I got everything <laughs> taken care of already. So we're for his birthday and for Father's Day. We're going That's well, a ball and ass birthday. Dude, That's a I mean, ball and ass Father's Day, dude. Dude, his That's smile great. when he was just like, What? Was <laughs> just like, like hallmark worthy right like, there. Like he didn't realize like what game it was. He goes, This is and where Wait, hold I, on. Why was Christian at your father's day dinner? He wasn't, I, I, Christian is his so other first daddy. off, uh, I was visiting my own father on that day. No, I didn't. No, he go. wasn't there. I but did go. We did have a we did have a video. So I mean Oh, okay, okay. Well yeah, yeah. what he was talking, it seemed like you were sitting across the table. I was like, What's well, Christian? Just, <laughs> hey, hey, just <laughs> No, no. Christian's like, I don't have a dad. Can I come to your father's day? <laughs> Dude, I one of the one of the guys that I know from the hunting club down Aiken. He posted something about he was that him and his wife and his little his new little kid and they're expecting another one were eating like at a ramen house like a like an authentic like Asian noodle ramen house, house yeah. like a noodle house and he took a picture of like a selfie and was like eating ramen with my dad and the seat beside him was just dead ass empty and I was like <laughs> this kid's got jokes right now <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible they had, like they had like a little own sitting next to him. oh, oh no, no that would have been that Oh, oh, dude, he um, <laughs> dude, he um, he he always posts things on Facebook about like how his dad's not in the picture and it like, hasn't been for a long time. And just, but that one there, I watched scrolled by and I was like, damn, damn son, shit, a carton of milk. Yeah, oh, I got a dad, a missing poster, <laughs> <laughs> left for a pack of cigarettes in 1999. Haven't seen him since. He said he was going to the store to get a gallon of milk. <laughs> His, his sense of humor is no just way, Dad, I got it. That oh my gosh, that's <laughs> terrible. So, do you know who Dallas is playing? Uh, Washington. Right? Yeah. So yeah. they're the uh, they're the four thirty game. Yeah, so. I know. So so, so they got a chance. Story, right? My mom ruined my surprise. I drove the seven hours to Huntsville to see my dad. My mom says, "Hey, just don't be expecting a giz a visitor." And I was like, "The fuck, mom." <laughs> And Guess what he's going to start doing now? Right. He's expecting so, a visitor. So he expected my sister, and then my brother. I was standing at my brother's house, and he walks in for dinner and goes, "Oh, hey, Zach, what's up?" No surprise at all. And I, was, I called my mom. Yeah, sorry, I told him. <laughs> what? Guess who's not getting <laughs> shit for Mother's Day? What <laughs> Christmas or any other? That's what I get for working on Mother's Day. But uh, for, I Day. forgot. Um, in the chat right now, Italy's talked. I forgot she's a Cowboys fan. She says she's trying to go to that game too. Adam. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm so sorry for y'all. Nah. And, oh, and the Airbnb we got is like literally across the street from the stadium, so we're gonna be able to like either sit. Like, pretty we can, sweet. We can like sit on the balcony. You're welcome. To, to tailgate and then just like walk. Dude, that's like when we to the went on. Um, Illy said, "Don't hate Chris. Shut your mouth. Yeah, you're a bitch ass." But I, I added a few extra words in there. Um, <laughs> she didn't but, call you a bitch ass, or maybe uh, she did. 
When, All we, right. when we went up to Pittsburgh, I, I fell in love with Pittsburgh because, like, the stadium's right there on the three rivers. She just said what he said, so she just really just agreed <laughs> with what I said. She's like, I don't want to type it, but whatever. <sighs> um, but, Pitt, you know, Pittsburgh's right there in the three cities. you got Mount Washington right there like that. It's got the, the classic trolley that runs up. Have you ever seen, like, the 45-degree trolley? Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh's kind of a trash up. city. It's fine. It is oh, not. Wait Pittsburgh up. is actually a great, beautiful city. The, the baseball stadium's right there, the football stadium. The casino's right there. Uh, it was just uh, it's, it's no Philly. The but food like, up there too is awesome. Okay, Philly's a trash city. Okay, there's oh. a there's a reason <laughs> Will Smith had to move away and go oh to. Oh Bel- my God! Why are we fighting over cities I, I don't, we I don't, don't like, even live in? The Philly fans are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Philly, Philly is crazy when it comes to sports. No, if, Philly's a trash city. It's if fine. if I gotta associate <laughs> Brett to Philly, okay. Can we talk about the, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot? He looks like he's on meth. Yeah, that yeah, that, that is, is sick. <laughs> he looks like he's on meth. He's sick on meth. Yeah, <laughs> I love him though. He's great. He I looks, love giving you shit. Oh uh, no, no. He's, he's a Philly. Philly. got a good point. It's. It's a trash city, but it's fun as hell. Yes. Illy, aren't you aren't Illy you a uh, Philadelphia Phillies fan? Or no, you're watching Nationals. No, fan, she says she's gone to Philly games. No, uh, Philly's a fun city, but you don't want to stay the night there. Okay. Yeah, you're Philly. you're a Washington fan, aren't you? So it's it's Vegas, but of the Northeast. Yeah. That's all yeah. the way up. She's a God, she's a national sorry. fan. Sorry. Bro, man. get out of here. Nah, I don't know. It's not tough. They just won a World know. Series after. I don't know, Austin, Mr. Astros fan. Hey, hey, now. Don't win a World Series without your bitch ass. How much of a middle finger is that? <laughs> oh, he, he leaves, signs a huge well, – first off, well, do you he remember got, that press conference? Contract. He got two, he got two middle fingers. He signed the most expensive contract in MLB history, and then Mike Trout said, I'll raise you. In five days, Louis <laughs> signed the, the biggest one after that. And then he watches his old team go and win the World Series. He's I don't got know. Shit he on called it in the, but, in the press. But do you remember the press conference? Training. He was oh, like, he's he like, I will, I will bring a, a championship bring back to Philly. Philly. I mean, Washington. No, no, <laughs> no he, he said, he said, I'll bring it back to Washington. Washington. I, mean, I mean, Philly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. He said, I'll bring it to Washington. I mean, Philly. Oh. So that's three middle fingers. He screwed up. Predicted Washington was going to win it. Mike Trout signs the biggest contract five days after after Bryce did. But do you remember the Philly fan that was heckling him uh, when he was like zero for three? And he goes. Yeah, thirteen million or three hundred thirty million. Oh, for three. Yeah, real good job. It hits a walk off grand slam. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've seen. I've seen blasted one. that ball. <laughs> that was, that was a no doubter when he left the bat. There was a well, there was one player I saw getting heckled, like you know, the, he was in the the on deck circle, just kind of swinging and stuff like that. But you know, sometimes they'll move kind of towards the net to kind of obviously they're kind oh, of yeah. antagonizing and like antagonizing and stuff like that. And some guy was just talking crap, talking crap. And the batter just kind of turned around and goes, just, hey, man, just remember one thing. And the fan was like, what's that, dumbass? He goes, I'm on this side of the net. And then we walked to the home plate. Well, and the like, fan was like, okay, you got me there. Look, same thing kind of happened this weekend with Bubba at the uh, Heritage. Uh, some guy was – well, no, maybe – no, not be that. It wasn't this weekend. I think it was last year at the Heritage. Um, Bubba was in the rough, and somebody in the – on the other side of the rope was like, yeah, he'll probably go with like a low four-line punch shot. And the announcer even said, I don't think Bubba's going to do that. He goes, it looks like he's going to hit a sandwich up and over the thing. Sure enough, hits the sandwich up and over the tree, and Bubba kind of looks at him and goes, that's why you're on that side of the rope. Hey, since y'all guys started talking about baseball and 
baseball has unofficially but officially said that they're coming back and no, they just signed the agreement they just broke about an hour ago so they yeah. fully signed it yep so players gotta, signed it so they got a 60 game season spring training starting on july 1st so we talking about, the players have been such crybabies through this oh entire thing no 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 i i fully agree with the players because you're not going to pay me you're not going to pay me 75 cent 75 all right, but no, you also think about it. If you're playing 50% of the games, how do you expect the club to be able to afford to pay every player 100% of the salary because they've got no, no, no pro, No, no, no. They wanted the, the all the players Yeah. All the all the players wanted it was prorated and they wanted the most games possible. So the players came out and they said they want 105 games. That's what the original players wanted and they wanted it prorated. Well, then the Owners came back and said, no, they want 45 games, and they want it at 75% pro-rated. So, so not that they're paying – so if you make $10 million over 162 games, pro-rated, if you only play 80 games, 81 games, you would only you would get half that because you're playing half the games pro-rated. They, they would do the 75% of the $5 million. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that my, my so my dad and I were having a conversation about this. Until baseball has a salary cap, uh, like little like little teams like Seattle and Milwaukee and all those like they're gonna go under. Yeah, because they're gonna they're, go bankrupt. That's what I'm saying. But like the big teams like the Yankees, the Yankees the Boston, Dodgers. Dodgers, all those teams, they're gonna stay in. But and you're gonna Dodgers. have you're gonna have like how many teams are there in baseball right now? Thirty two. Right, you're going to have like 15 teams to to basically play baseball until the, until they make a salary cap. Yeah, because yeah, nah, I mean, cause that's you, why you have, I mean the Yankees are have always just been able to fork out the money to pay because they such so a I'm saying, big we're city talking, market. We're talking like quarterbacks now make what a hundred like now there's they're coming up to a hundred million dollar contracts. They're coming up to over thirty million dollars a year. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You have baseball players making an ex. Like well, three hundred thirty million over was it thirteen years? You have you have Mike yeah. you have Mike making forty a year. You have Bryce making that's what twenty seven like, and a that's half. Crazy. I mean, you you have you have a couple baseball players right into the that. average Joe that's in in the league. Like the you but know you got to think those I club would. those clubhouses have to make money somehow. So like Christian's got up a great point. Like if. Like the Minnesota Twins or whatever, something like yeah. that. Like, yeah, like one of those. How are they? How are they going to afford to pay you the the, the prorated if right, not like more Cleveland. than prorated? Yeah, Cleveland, how are they Indians they can't afford to do that. TV. Well, secretly revenue. Secretly, clubs are also not having to pay the great expense of playing of paying minor league baseball players this year as well. Yeah, even with any minor league season, you're not having any expenses from any of your minor league teams too. So, so, I, so I, I don't think they. I think that's a pretty big lifesaver right there. So I agree with with you that the players are kind of making a big fuss about it, especially with what's going on. All of us just want to see sports on again. So I think the I think the baseball players, the players association took this very very political in a sense where they're like, "Listen, we're going to agree to what you want, but we want these things slid in here right now." They're trying to affect their seat their CBA right, already but, but without it, the owners on the table. It also hurts so much that like it was definitely you could tell at first it was very much a pissing contest between negotiations because the players, sure. the players were like we want this and the owners were like we'll give you ten percent of that and they're like okay 
you're coming so far to left field. There's it, that's why it took so long to finally meet in the middle because both sides were like, I want extreme A, and the other side was like, Well, I want extreme B. Right, they, but they never wanted to compromise. This is my this is my thing for for like the players' sake. The owners will always make money because you own the fucking team. The other thing is a player's uh, career is not always for certain. Yep. So. Yep. I mean, hey, I can see where they're like, I need more money. So, so to y'all's point about the money, and this is why this is why it was such a big deal for the players. The LA Dodgers, who probably have the biggest salary cap of 2020, their total salary cap, the, their total amount, including minors and everything that they have to pay is $220 million this year. Okay? If you play, they, they said they agreed on a 60-game season, right? So that's a little yeah. more than – that's a little more than a quarter of normal. It's a little over a quarter. So they're only paying around $70 million this year for baseball. That's the highest salary cap out there in MLB, and they're only playing $70 million for 60 games plus playoffs. But yeah, the playoffs. But think about like me and Chris were talking about how the was it the Yankees were talking about the deal they offered. They were like the five hot dogs and five beers for how much? Yeah, four hot dogs and four drinks for uh, eighty eight bucks. So you're paying eleven dollars for each thing. Like think about that. Uh, oh yeah, no dollars per item over across one hundred and sixty two games. Oh no, don't get me wrong. They a made- lot of income they're missing that helps ne- helps negate. The salaries they got to pay out. Yeah, they they make bank in the regular season, but but anyone who owns a major league baseball team can pay out sixty million dollars this year for baseball and playoffs, plus the revenue they're going to get off of TV. The the big thing the big thing for the clubs was always about. Uh, the playoff structure that I think they saw what the NHL did and said, I absolutely love that. People care more about playoff games than Ooh, they do regular we, um, season games. We need to talk about the NHL because I've got a thing I want to drop about that at some point in time. So I think uh, I think the big thing for for the clubs was like, listen, we're going to have regular season games without fans, and you know what? We're going to go we're going to go the sixty games, and uh, and then when we get to playoffs, <laughs> we're going to have more people watching, and that's just going to be that, you know. All right, Austin, this isn't going to affect you, but, boys, this is a, affects us as far as um, going into the oh, city. Hold on, hold on. Austin dropped out and is trying to call back in. All right, well. Homeboy this, probably locked his damn phone or something like so that. This, you can lock your phone and still call in. Uh, so, Austin, what would you do, man? Uh, closed out the app. Closed out the app. <laughs> 100%. City, uh, Columbia City Council passed a mandatory mask wearing ordinance starting yeah, – So uh, did Greenville. Six. Oh. Tw- Hold on. Before we get to that, I'm on baseball right now. Who y'all got? 60 games. Who's coming out as the one seed? Who's who you got so, in the playoffs? I saw, I saw an interesting tidbit about that. <laughs> there was there was multiple analysts and multiple players that came out and they, they were talking about how you know we've always complained that baseball is 100 games too long, and now we're actually seeing a 60 game season. But they brought up good points that baseball is one of those sports to where you can have just a cold two weeks or whatever. Bad so. Streak. But so, like, I, I kind of see how we might see some teams that you would never even thought of making being, a, like, a making a run. major playoff run because they can come out and just give it their all for 60 days, and they don't have to play the whole 162. I want to hey. see the Rays come do that. The Rays. Hey. Like, how great would that be? 
Yeah. Some of the Marlins or the Marlins or something like that. They're not going to, but like, how great would it be? It's an underdog story. It's gonna no. It's gonna be the best hitting team. You watch the best hitting team. It always it always happens. No, it always happens. Best hitting team. First half of the season is always dominated by hitting. You always get your big games in those first yeah. couple of weeks. You hit the like that. Hitters adapt before pitchers. So whoever is going to be the bet, whoever is going to be the one seed, I believe it's going to be the Astros because they have the best lineup, one through nine. It's hitting they wise, figure out the pitches. It's and, they know what's coming. Let's yeah, talk about trash can. Hey, no, let's talk about the Yankees. No, let's talk about the Yankees and how the MLB covered up their cheating in 2017. We don't want to talk about that, but we'll talk about the Astros. We can get on that later. Talk about the Yankees, okay? Hey, yeah. the Yankees team. Yankees ain't been in a World Series in eleven years right now, so we're fine with that, okay? Yeah, because they keep running to the Astros. Just leave them in the grave at this point. They keep running to the Astros. But uh, you know what? It's twenty twenty, so you just got to think negatively at this point, you know, because bad things happen. So the Dodgers will probably win this year. Oh, don't uh, probably. No, don't. Please don't say that. <laughs> I say the Dodger fans have been obnoxious, dude. But let's, let's be, I'm let's good. be honest. I'm like, good. Out of good. the NL, who's dude, gonna give them a dude, I'm, them I'm good friends with the Dodgers fan. I went to basic training with him and all that. And him, he, dude, watching him on Facebook during baseball season, and like when the Houston scandal came out and they had to go. You know, they, they went through the Dodgers and all that stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, he was letting was the rants fly on Facebook. They'd have, lost, they'd have lost to the Yankees that year anyways. The Dodgers are but the Alabama. it was the Alabama. fact that the Dodgers beat them and the Dodgers went on to win. Yeah, the I Dodgers know. are the Alabama and Clemson fans of baseball. They're the worst fan base out there. I don't think Alabama fans are that bad. You've never lived in Alabama. <laughs> Alabama fans are pretty bad. <laughs> they are. I've been yeah, Zach, what was the worst part about living in Alabama, Zach? Alabama fans <laughs> living in Alabama. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, yeah D, um, y'all go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, Dia, since you're back, um, if you want to, you can go to our page and follow our page, and it'll give you live notifications when we go live on Tuesday nights. Hey, yeah, right, we're, the, we're, we're Bra- the Braves are the fourth best odds to win it all. That's crazy to think of. If I they mean, win- it's, it's possible. Everybody's finally healthy. So Cole, you know, the coronavirus did one good thing and let Cole Hamels get healthy. There you go. So uh, Illy's asking if we've been down to SunTrust Park yet, which I, it's no I longer SunTrust Park. They They're re- changing it this year. It, I don't you know. Got it. It's Truist Park. Is it Truist Park yeah, now? Yeah, it's okay. Truist Park now. I went. Well, that's that. I thought it was a typo. I you've, went last year. You've been once, haven't you? I've been multiple times. Yeah. I love it. I, I love say, the, I went the last battery year and the, everything. The environment super nice. Like they um. They they've literally the for people that haven't been there awesome. for people that haven't been there the Braves literally bought hundreds of acres and they built up the stadium, dozens of restaurants, apartment complexes, a mall. Say a little, they, village. They have basically built an entire city around this stadium, and it's it's beautiful. I love it. It's fantastic. The restaurants, the food, everything is great. No, and there's yeah. not a, there is not a bad seat in that stadium. We've literally gone to like the upper upper decks, like the nosebleeds and the they're, nosebleeds. They're good. And you can still see everything that's going on. It's it's a great stadium. Yeah, we, I love it. We went to the Dodgers series last year, and that was the uh, series we won. And who was it? Um, is it Lou? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah Kenjiru. Yeah, he pitched that Saturday and made it like three innings. Yeah, well, I, I know. That's my. That was the best fantasy play I had last year, though. But he he got tore up. Dude, I, we we um when Turner Field when yeah uh, Turner Field Turner Field was still playing. When it was the last season, I had to go down to Atlanta to drop off some couches at my uncle's that lived in Atlanta. 
And I literally texted Chris like hours before I was supposed to leave, like 10, 11 a.m. I was like, hey, man, it's a Friday, 10, 11, 10, 11 in the morning. So you want to go to the, the Braves game tonight? Check. They're playing their home. They're playing the Detroit Tigers. Like, let's go. And he went and talked to his boss. Boss said he could leave early. It's a Friday. So I bought tickets. We went down. We sat behind what? First base? Yeah, we sat right. behind is the first base. Is side. that when you were still at the hotel? No, he was I worked at, uh, for uh, DNR at the yeah. time. No, you were working at tourism. Was no. it oh, it was mm-hmm. DNR? I was working at DNR. Oh, you were okay. you, that's right, you were scrubbing artifacts, weren't yep. you? <laughs> yeah. So yep. we we went down and it was the last Friday night game ever played at Turner Field. Because literally that Sunday was the last game they ever played and they, you know, moved and all that. They set a record for the amount of fireworks shot off in a major league baseball game that night because it was the last Friday night fireworks at Turner Field. That's pretty Field. cool. Dude, that was a hell of a good game, too. We we they ended up winning the that seat game, numbers, though, right? the seat numbers, like the little inserted circles. Yeah. I figured out you could pop them off and literally take me, them. Oh, me and Chris stole a whole bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> Popped a whole bunch of those seat numbers. I off. won't I won't confirm or deny that. So yeah, that was that was all piece that was all hypothetical. That whole situation was hypothetical. Yeah. So so fun fact about their new stadium. My dad's like one of his best friends from college lives in Smyrna, which is where the new stadium is. And he was the first person ever to spill a beer in that stadium. And he has a picture with his spilt beer in the stadium. In their new, in the awesome. new stadium. In the new Truist Park, yeah, whatever. In the yeah. new stadium, yeah. And so because he was he – was How the hell – first off, why were they monitoring that? Somebody <laughs> in the staff – somebody in – They had oh, a yep, – That's him. beer. They, they, had, one. they had a staff right. meeting. He goes, get a picture of the first man to steal a beer. Yeah, like, yeah. why so, was that a thing? So, I mean, it, so it, he, had, <laughs> he went to a preseason game, and he ordered a big-ass beer, and he bumped the person, in, and it just all spilled out. He had, oh, so he hadn't even left the beer stand yet. He, he hadn't even he left, turned and, to walk away. And they, and they were like – we gotta take a picture of it. It's the first spilled beer in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> they were that probably like they're probably like watching people too, and like the <laughs> person that dropped a hot dog, they're like, "Yep, you're the first one to drop your hot dog yeah. in the stadium." So he's got that's a crazy. In the stadium, we went to the uh, we went to the Carolina night where they had the USC night, and so like they you if you bought the Carolina game like the Gamecock tickets, you got to sit in this one big section, and they gave you all they gave you Braves hats. And they had the Gamecock symbol engraved on the side and um, embroidered on the side of it. Oh, that's good. And it was funny because they were playing they were playing the Royals and Whit Merrifield came up to bat. And if anybody knows anything about Carolina baseball, he he, you know, the game winning RBI hit, single RBI, down the, the RBI right. single down to right field, brought home Wingo, gave us our first national championship of school history, of first major national championship. That was that was playing yesterday, actually. I say what? Yeah, not only that, but Twitter had a live feed of mm-hmm. the first game of the Florida series today. Today, so, and so I watched from like the eighth inning on to I think the eleventh that worked today. What was funny was because when he came up to bat, we're all they they all everybody that bought the Gamecock ticket to that game was all put in one section because they knew what they were doing. And when Whit Merrifield came up to bat, we all started doing the chant where it was the you know one side's doing game, one side's doing Cox. And some of these fans are looking at us like, why are these motherfuckers screaming cocks at the top of their lung? What is going on? <laughs> and Whit Merrifield actually tweeted after the game. He said he could hear the chants and all that. And he said it actually brought him like chills because he's, he's going to bat in the brace stand and he just keeps hearing the game cocks. And he's like, that was a surreal experience for him. Whit's doing great, man. I mean, Whit. Oh, he was Whit. what? The number one hitter? The. The longest active hitting streak or something like yeah, that last he year. Had, he had he the was longest. the best hitter though at one he, point in time. And he's also currently run checking a run at Cal Ripken Jr.'s record for the most consecutive games played. 
So he's not, he's not gonna he's on fire, dude. But no, he, no uh, one's to get out of the minors, but he he was on fire. Yeah, no he, one's league no league one's league breaking league the uh, bases last year too. No one's breaking the Iron Man record. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it so. Was like it was like what twenty two hundred games or something like that. Twenty six hundred games, I think. Oh, talking about games played the Ripken. Yeah, Kyle yeah, Ripken. the Ripken. It's like twenty two yeah. or twenty six hundred something like that. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's freaking crazy. I think it's I think it's twenty it's either twenty two six or it's twenty six two, something like that. Yeah, I mean that's without playoffs, if it's if it's, it's not games, yeah, yeah. hundred it would be fifteen seasons. Yeah. And you would only play twenty four hundred or twenty four two thousand four hundred and thirty games. So yeah, no Ripken Street lasted an over I have no idea, but it's it ended at 2,632 games in 1998. 26 yep. what? He had not missed a game in 16 years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just though it's six. Yeah, I mean, Whitmer, Whitmerfield is the he is the current he's the current leader who's played 247 straight entering the postponed 2020 season. Yeah. And Witt's also 31 years old now. He's not got another 10 seasons in him. I mean, no, but um, Cal Ripken, a little bit. Ripken passed uh, Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig had the record before that at 2,130. God, what if Lou lost that because of his disease? Well, he had to. He had to quit baseball. I know, I know but like, what if that was what ended his streak? It was. Uh, well, it most likely was. You can probably say he was feeling the yeah. side effects before he retired. So he probably, that's yeah. probably why he started going on cold slumps and all God, that. God, dude, that'd be, that's well, terrible. Yeah, about, I mean, he, he lived a full, healthy life like Lou Gehrig. He he's, was setting records. He's, he's already one of the best baseball players of all time. Oh, he was setting more records. Yeah. He was setting more records. He was so good. Oh, yeah. He was, he's one of the baseball's greatest. That career ended, unfortunately, too soon. Hey, yeah. so I don't know if y'all saw the uh, Sammy Sosa, um, Mark McGuire. Uh, <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Wait, hold on. No, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't heard about it. What happened? Really good. So, Wait, so it's a show or something? It's, it's a like a – 30 for 30, I think. What was it? It's, that? it's Sammy Sosa and uh, Mark McGuire. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, baseball yeah. be alive. It, no, no it's, so it's talking about the home run era and the. But you the, know, it's, it's funny because like Mythbusters actually tested that. Like there's been scientific tests on the cork bat, and they're like, it is actually harder to hit a home run. So for the MLB well, to get pissed that he's corking the bat, he literally made his job harder. Well, well he had I mean, to hit it on that one spot more. I mean, no, they, 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 they test it. If you hit it directly on the court bat spot, it literally it takes off the the initial impact is reduced because the cork absorbs the impact, so you don't have the inertia have to, bounce you have to, off. You have to swing harder. You Bro, have to swing like, harder. And just from the just the videos, he was skying the ball like it was so it was incredible. So the they came. They came out and they were talking about that error and about how Bosper just told days of summer past. That's the yeah. name of the three for thirty. So, yeah, so one of the good. one of the big things that kind of came out like out of this thirty for thirty, which everyone kind of knew, is like the MLB back in that day was not testing for any enhancements in your game. So they weren't they, testing for any rules. Look at Barry Bonds when he they, started. Pirates. He was yeah. six foot one, one eighty, and he finished it like six fourth, almost three hundred pounds. That doesn't happen to a grown man. They were <laughs> just turning, like just turning their heads and stuff like that. Yeah, they weren't testing so he, nobody. 
you have people out here throwing 100 miles an hour like every pitch. Should we just stop testing for roids in baseball and just bring back the home run era for the next like? That's a good argument, dude. I, oh, I, I think that's a good No, I feel like we're, we're in a home run area, area now. Like, well, that's getting, because of the high speeds. That's high, high pitch. Like, they're already hitting number. Oh, yeah. That's like the, if, you're, if you're throwing 101 at me and you and I just happen to make solid contact with it, the inertia off your pitch of alone inertia, yeah. is going to direct and meet but, that But that's Bellinger. Bellinger, who had the most home runs last year, only hit like forty-five. They were hitting seventy only. Only, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he only hit forty-five, but like they were consistently only. hitting Again, only. But Austin, your argument—I mean, I'm not—I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate. But not. But they still—they still, as a league, hit more home runs last year than they've ever hit in the entire history of the league. That's what I'm saying. So it's I not mean, that like they're lacking home runs. There was a comedian I was watching at one point in time, and Stand I'm sure five. y'all have seen it. Where he was—he this part, and he was like. Let's bring backstories to every sport. He's like, fuck it. Let's see how far a kid can jump. Like, it's, it's like he's just like, yeah. let's roid yeah, everyone yeah. out. Let's I mean, see how far the human body can go. Shoot, you might only like, you might have had 10 guys hitting 70 home runs in the home run area, but now you have 50 guys hitting 30 home runs. Yeah. I mean, you, like, you have literally teams like, uh, like the Minnesota Twins, they were the first team ever in MLB history to have six guys hit 30 homers on their team. Yeah. But that's also because, like, they, there's more fastballs thrown today than there used to be. There's less movement on the ball because they've adjusted the ball. You I can't want to see a throw one ten. That's what I want to see. Yeah, and then I want to see a guy make solid. I want to see. I want to see a guy make solid contact on that and hit it to the baseball park that's two cities over. Well, what about what about the <laughs> the alleged Carolina commit that was throwing one? He's no longer a Carolina commit. He's already signed. Yeah, but the lefty Luke, Luke Little. Yeah, Luke yeah. Little. I mean. A lefty throw on 105, guys. Yeah, but like Aron's Chapman. If you're throwing 105, and you're left handed. And you're left handed. The, <laughs> you the could end throw 65 at left hand. They're like, we can work on that. The ML, the ML, that's, that's all it is. The, ML, the MLB looked at that and goes, he's already got the natural talent to throw pitches. We can teach him to do what we want him to do now. It's oh, just yeah. now exactly. finding the skills down. He's got the but, natural talent. That's all That's all it took. There's a, there's a couple of guys that throw over. I mean, Araldis, you know, throws over 100. Um, Hicks for the Cardinals throws over 100. Somebody, Carter, somebody for. Cole the Red through 105. Cole and Ver- Verlander both throw. Yeah, Cole and Verlander both throw close. I mean, they don't throw consistently over 100, but I mean, but they yeah, throw. You, I mean, yeah, you have 99. some guys that can consistently hit it. What's a what's the Dodgers yeah. pitcher? Massive clouds. <laughs> What'd you say, yeah. Austin? So so you got a raw to throw a 105 back in the heyday, but you got Mike Trout who's roided up looking like. Mark McGuire up there, and you're just watching to see which power wins. Like, come on, no, tell me that's not must baseball, watch baseball. Dude. If you I got, love, you, I would, I would love wait, to are you saying that. Mike Trout is roided up? No, 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 I'm not saying Mike oh, Trout is roided up. But you got, you take Mike Trout's swing, which is one of the purest swings in baseball, and you put him on Mark McGuire's body, and then you get Araldis throwing straight 105 mm-hmm. fastballs to him. And you just see if if he can hit it, and if he hits it, how far is that ball going? Is it going to yeah, the moon? Five hundred easy. <laughs> <Dead center. laughs> what what Austin's trying to say is put put the put. Well, Austin's saying you have two superhumans on both sides. And yeah, just put, see what the result is. Well, oh, yeah. what he, he's trying to say on the hitter side is he's trying to say take Mark McGuire's power, put it on Mike Trout, who's already got a, a beautiful swing, great yeah. body, everything like else. He's got the eyes for it. He can he's, find the ball. He's the best hitter in baseball. 
now put Mark McGuire's power on him. How many home runs is he going to hit? He's going to hit 80 home runs in a season. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> and that's and, what we need. But, I mean, the, the league itself, I think, is really more of a – it's either home run or strikeout, and that's the yeah. two options. Oh, the old yeah. Dan Uglo approach. I got it. <laughs> yeah. No, BJ, the, BJ Upton approach. No, who was it? The Orioles player, Chris Davis. Oh, no, not that's bad. Oh, that, it's a little, that's bad. He's striking no, out more no, than he's no, hit homers. No, but, but, same he, thing. but his home run count was almost equal to his hit count. It was. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's that put it that true. way. Boy, boy wasn't hit the ball, but when he made contact, he hey. was – <laughs> he hey, said, I'm getting paid anyways. Yeah. Baltimore can't get rid of me. <laughs> hey, there was one point he had 200-something at-bats. He had 50 hits, and 46 of his 50 hits were extra base hits. That's yep. wild. Yep. He had four right. of 50 hits that were not extra base hits. All right, so we've got five minutes left on our airtime. I'm going to throw in a little tidbit off topic. We've hit on a little bit earlier. The NHL, is a, they have come forward with more plans. They have narrowed their NHL hub city choices down to just six cities. Unfortunately, because it's a communist organization, Pittsburgh was not one of those cities. I may be a little biased. (laughs) (laughs) But they've confirmed it's going to be Las Vegas, of fucking course, because the money and everything just around that. Chicago, Los Angeles, Edmonton, Toronto, and Vancouver have been the the made that cut it so far. So they got three Canadian cities? None of the Canadian ones are probably going to make Pittsburgh, it. Dallas was eliminated Tuesday. Columbus was scratched off the list Monday. Uh, no, Pittsburgh and Dallas was eliminated Tuesday. Columbus was scratched Monday. But the the but the NHL plans to move it down to just two hub cities completely. They're going to yes. have one for the east, one for the west, and then one of those cities is going to play for the playoffs. So wait a minute. You just said there's six cities, and you just said there's three Canadian cities of the six cities? You have yes. Edmonton, Toronto, and Vancouver. And you just said that not a single one of them is going to be one of the two finalists? You don't think? No. But because of how the They're, COVID uh, and the, the – Yeah. The, the, the Canadian government's going to come into play. Yes. That's, that's going to be that's the why issue. I, they have a high hopes. Like, I think Edmonton would be a great place to have one, but I don't think because of the Canadians – Government, they're not going to allow us to play there because ninety percent of the teams are American. Oh, hold on! Reading from the the article, Canada's federal government said last week that it would allow the league to quarantine internally, making Toronto, Vancouver, and Edmonton realist possibilities. But that means literally the people that come in, the people that come in, it's going to be strictly NHL officials. Or the players, and they have to be strictly quarantined. Yeah, they're, they're taking the NBA's approach at Disney. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. yeah, that Orlando approach almost. So Canada's changed their mind. At one point in time, Canada was like, "No," they were yeah. like, "Y'all aren't coming." I haven't read the article. I got the notification, but that 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 makes it a little bit better. I think Edmonton and Vegas would be two good options. I'm mad Dallas didn't get picked because I think Dallas would be a really good city for it. Well, they're they're going to Vegas already. So they don't want to put it. They, in Vegas, I, and Vegas is going to be the if they're if not. I feel like what they're going to do is they're, if with Canada changing their mind, they're going to do one U.S. city, one Canadian city. I think so. And it's going to be so. Vegas and one of you know Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver, one of those three. Whichever one's going to bring the most money. Or yeah. or they could do the L.A. one simply because no California team made the playoffs. Yeah. That would so be it's funny. a little more neutral. But it doesn't say that one of those two cities has to be the playoff. Spot, so they may do like those two, and then a third one be the actual the finals. We'll see. There's going to be there's yeah, going to be I can see maybe Vegas yeah. being the finals because they'll do the two, they'll do the two cities for the eastern and western. When the actual finals happen, they'll do some random city or something like that. Make there's going to be no home field advantage. Option for that is a brand new stadium, casinos, a great environment. Like 
Vegas could be a good spot for the finals, but they also might just try to do longevity and make them one of the Eastern and Western Conference. So you get more more games in that city. I agree. They, hey, there won't be any home field advantage, though, because players will have to be in team hotels to stay strictly quarantined. So even if home field you're advantage. in your home field. It's like when you play the avalanche at home. You're not used to the environment because but the, the environment's well that that yeah that environment like like but Vegas, the fan the fan environment's eliminated exactly yeah. but like, there's but no like fans Vegas has a higher altitude than Chicago so the Chicago team dude if they play, I just thought of something it's going to be different with that's ho- all I'm wa- saying watching hockey with no fans you're going to be able to hear every little thing ice I'm hitting so the ready ice, for like it. skate hitting the ice sticks hitting the ice pucks hits it's bodies kind of, hitting bodies. Jesus, all right, Chris is Chris and just jizzed all over the table. <laughs> F words um, getting just thrown around. That, but it's also it's Chris like, is it's a like, to everybody. <laughs> when we when we watched the UFC fights that had no fans, it sounded eerily quiet and like those guys had no motivation. Though that's gonna be another factor because like to them, it, I'm sure it felt like a sparring match because there was no fans yelling and getting rowdy. So, would you agree? Like if they played crowd noise. While they play, because there's been talks about that too. That'd be interesting. I don't know how uh, authentic it would feel though. Leave so, it silent. One thing: the authenticity of NHL fans. They're a different breed. Al- Alex has yeah. been to some NHL games. Banging too. on the glass when you're pinned up against the glass, fighting yeah. for the puck, and or all like, that. Or just the the demeanor of the fans. You can attest to this, Alex. When you're at an NHL game. Yeah. There we got rap. We got nine seconds. <laughs> The, the fans are chanting at the goalie, you suck, you suck, you suck. And, uh, it's all your fault <laughs> at home games. Like, that's that's brutal well, to it. That's brutal to a game. We're over the two hours and we're still going. Well, Austin, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, right. never mind. <laughs> we, yeah, need, we still need to wrap yeah, it up. We still need to wrap it. Yeah. Just in case. That, that's all I had to say. It's like the, the home team fans. There's are, a lot of, there's a lot more brutal. to it than just the crowd. Exactly. It's not just noise, it's antagonization. And like, I have seen a goalie. Look devastated after he got chanted. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. You suck. You suck. It's all your fault. But like, it's that's that you can't you can't make that noise in a crowd noise machine. But ice ice is ice. Like you're. It's not like you're playing at Fenway or you're playing at uh, like Minute Maid here in Houston. It's it's the same dimensions. It's the same like altitude. It's the same like, neutral like, ice. Ice hockey. I, I give you out. I give you altitude. Yeah, but like, but also but saying I, is I do get certain, what you're saying. Also. Certain fields play differently. Ranks are going to play the same. Yeah, your your hockey's going to. There's not. There's not going to be much there. Like you're playing in a baseball stadium. If you're playing at like, and that's the other thing about baseball. Are they doing select stadiums? Are they doing travels? What are they doing? How are they going to do that? But like the mounds, the be- like the field layouts, whether right field or left field is your weaker player based off dimensions and stuff like that. That's different. That's where your home field – baseball will still have home field. I don't think there will be any in hockey. So the, the, the few things with hockey, and I'll be fast, um, the, the weather conditions outside actually do play a condition to the ice inside. When you're playing in Buffalo, New York in January – versus playing in Las Vegas, Nevada in January. The humidity, the air temperature, and everything are different. Vegas, yeah, so, Vegas admitted to having issues with keeping so, their ice the so way it's although, supposed to. Although the ices are kept with coolers underneath the ice to keep it frozen, uh, players were noticing the first year of Vegas was up team that they were sliding more, the puck was moving faster. 
because although they were trying to pump the coolant through the lower ice to keep it frozen, it was melting faster. And so they were having ice issues. The puck was moving faster. When you were passing it, it was a little wet. And so it, there are some factors of playing in different areas, but I, I do see what you're saying. Ice is ice. The arenas are all the same dimension. Whereas a baseball field, I mean, you have the monster and, and Every, Boston. Yeah, everything changes exactly. just a little bit. Yeah, there's wind, there's aspects like that in outdoor stadiums. You know, like the Marlins have that death corner out there in left center exactly. that just no outfielder can cover, stuff like that. So I see what you're saying, but there is a small, slight advantage playing in certain arenas and not in others. Yeah, but, but again, trying to be fast, trying not to take over. Yeah, but can't can't you cover all that in a couple of warm-up skates? You no, because, because like – you. You sharpen your blades the day of the game, and you you skate, and it, it can change in you know, a matter of ten. Humidity actually plays a big factor because I played on ice in Alabama, and I played in ice in Wisconsin. It's different ice. Yeah, the, the you got to think about your warm up skates not lasting the three hours that that game is exactly. So it's gonna be different, but I don't know. I'm, we're excited. Sports are finally making a comeback. Baseball's coming back. It's gonna be great. Hockey's gonna come back. That's great, and we. We get to see nothing but playoff hockey, which I think is the greatest ever. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I know some of us are waiting to get back into betting on sports. Can't I think Austin's probably going through withdrawals over there in Houston for it. That, that man has already been betting on Premier League since they came back this week. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never watched Premier League in his life. He's over there betting on games. Oh, God. I think blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Video games. Yeah, probably. But anyways, it's been another great episode. Zach, Christian in the uh, the studio, Austin calling in from Houston. It's been a blast. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah, always, always. We've got room for anybody. Yeah, thanks for the beer, Zach. I'll try and bring better beers. I, I can't top it. I like the beer. The Sycamore was so good, I tried uh, to top it. You, the Sycamore is one of the highest rated on the show now. Oh, so no, it, hard it to is top the that. literal highest rated on the show. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has the tag. So there's nothing hey. wrong with the beer. It didn't hey. fit the power. What, like what my uh, – what my flavor profile? All right, also, Adam's not into blondes, just like he's not into blood oranges. <laughs> wow! I mean, I have, wow. I have only dated brunettes. Wow! Okay. Wow! Okay. All right. All right, Austin. It's one of your first shows back on a long time. You got any last words or anything you want to throw out there? Take Man U and uh, uh, New <laughs> Newcastle United tomorrow. You got two Amen. bets tomorrow. Okay. Amen. Good choice. Okay. Are we taking that over? <laughs> nope. Nope. We're taking both of them straight. Actually, if you could get Man U like minus one and a half or minus one and a half for like plus odds, I would take that. Okay. that would right. cool, 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 cool. I'll look into it. Thanks, man. Bet the ponies. <laughs> Bet the All ponies. Right. That's the way. Y'all got any last little words you want to say? Uh, All right, y'all. We'll see you yeah. next Tuesday. Yeah, Christian. Stay safe out there. Yeah, as always. Stay safe. Have fun. Don't have too much fun. Don't do anything we wouldn't do, which is not a lot. Small list. Yeah, small list on that. Um, we can send it to you. It's, it, it'll be a it'll be a short text message. It fits in um, your hand. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it's not a paragraph. All, All right. right um, yeah, Austin, have fun in Houston. Hope you uh, get good results tomorrow, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Negative. Over under. You have Corona. Uh, yeah, you got Corona. It's probably like a seventy percent chance. Austin, Austin, because it's a seventy percent chance. Austin would be the one kid to have. He'd get the Rona and he'd be the asymptomatic out of the group. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm. If I have it, if I have it, I'm asymptomatic. I've literally felt perfectly fine for the last week. Yeah, you either have it and you're asymptomatic, or you don't have it. I don't think I have it. I've been around too many people that would get it if I had it. So. 
Oh, so also just been nilly willy just trying to infect people. That's what I did. Okay, but anyways, that's why he's working out at eleven a.m. or eleven p.m. Yeah, he's working out at twelve a.m. Just sneezing all over the workout equipment. Just, yeah. About- about to go get a workout in right now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wiping shit down. They ain't wiping it down. Nothing. Hey, I got my towel. I'm wiping everything down. Get the hell out of here. You got to put cleaner on the towel, man. <laughs> I got cleaner on the towel. <laughs> yeah. Clean, yeah. Cleaner. Yeah. Cleaner. No, you clean. Going dry. dry. Oh, my God. Cleaner right. on one side, dry on the clean. other. This, this has been a fun episode. Appreciate it. y'all listening and coming in. Add them with the joke of the day to finish out the episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right, y'all. <laughs>